Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Beer's about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm yeah. propelled at all times. <laughs> How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example, and this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think you know, it's bullshit. The, <laughs> I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. no. We're going to teabag fight. Yeah. Yeah. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can no. I get another high five, Beavis? <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. This week's big surprise, something nobody expected. Surprise. I made a friend. No. I made it into the oh. studio. Even more uh, unexpected than both of those, uh, Shat came home from Jamaica. Oh! <laughs> he went, and he's back. <laughs> you know, I didn't know he was going, and then I didn't know he was coming back at all. I figured he'd be there for a while. Surprises are supposed to be good things. I don't know if you knew that. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Surprises are surprises, no matter what. Well. Well, I'm back. Unbelievable. <laughs> Never thought I'd see the day that no. Shat would go to Jamaica and return. Unmarried. <laughs> and not uh, in jail. Watch, I didn't ask him. Are nice you? women down there. Yeah, nice. They even like chat. Did you? Uh, For the right money. Did you partake <laughs> in the? Uh, I did not. Tropical fruit. A lot of flirting. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I think, like towards the end of the night, they just kind of look at you and go, "Not gonna happen, one." No tea bagging. <laughs> no really? tea bagging. Doesn't he look thin? <laughs> Do you think? Ish. Stand up, chat. Let me let me get a look at you. Thinner ish. I think he does. <laughs> what is thinner? I gotta give you a no on that. I don't know. I think he Take might have lost a pound or two. You know, it could be just the tan. You know how like tan uh, makes you look thinner. Maybe that's it. it. Take your shirt off, Chad. Let's take let's take a look at that thing. He can't. Mm. Tasty and, and him are still embracing from their long uh, <laughs> their long time apart. <laughs> Tasty was real depressed. I called him the other day. Said, yeah. "Have you heard anything from Chad?" No. No. <laughs> Not a thing. I, was, I don't even think he's thinking about me over there. <laughs> <laughs> Right? You've been sad all week, Tasty. I know it. Sad boy. <laughs> so, uh, so no, no, Chad, how'd you fight. break the news to uh, Tasty that you're even going? <laughs> how did well, that conversation that, go? Yeah, that, yeah, that went pretty well. Pretty rude. He just told me. <laughs> <laughs> Did he give you any time to like no book your excuses, own flight? No couching of it yeah. at all. It's like <laughs> no invitation. Nothing. 
Uh, okay, I'm out of here. No. Did, did you get invited, Chad? Did you? Ask, it, it's a. It was a, a, a plus one, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah did you? You didn't even bring him. I didn't. No. You didn't even pull the. Sorry, you probably pulled the. Uh, by the way, I'm uh, going to Jamaica. <laughs> did you get last some, minute? Yeah. Did you get some vacation ass? No. No. I didn't. No. Yeah. I thought it was all set up. I, That's what I heard. No. Well, somebody failed. No, me. what happened was okay. Well, there was supposed to be a single girl going, and we were going to st- uh, share a room. And then she saw me, and well, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, she shows up with a boyfriend. Oh, and uh, so yeah. Oh, that that's put a little happened. monkey wrench into things. Hey, was he, was he hey, bigger that's than you? Not nice thing to say, Doc. No, actually, he was the most boringest guy there. I really? mean, he was just oh yeah, stiff. He could Everyone's have been more like, boring what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Relax. Well, maybe uh, maybe uh, he's a hired gun. He's a lawyer. Yeah, maybe it's so. Problem. Just, just to throw you off because he was a lawyer. Oh yeah, stiff. Big he, firm, you know, firm guy. Firm, stiff. <laughs> I think Chad liked him. Sorry, all these lawyers out there. Big firm, stiff. Yeah, yeah. Now Bevo says you didn't go. But everyone no, else is good. Everyone else, they uh, practice law as well. All my buddies down there. Oh, but him, he just—I don't know what his problem was. Mm. Couldn't relax. Did All you, your uh, friends are lawyers, yeah. and you're a producer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you're a lawyer in Jamaica. You're probably looking at all those black guys going, there, "There's got to be something I can do." <laughs> I, I mean, there, I could just tell. Wow. I could just tell. <laughs> probably a lot of crime. That, uh, done. Well, that's yeah. not really a vacation, is it? That's not for him. Say. You're yeah. saying, JP, that uh, lawyers can't vacation in predominantly black areas. Yeah, because <laughs> they're just trying to build. Cases. Yeah, you know, they're thinking about work all the time. Yeah, I see. It's like chasing the ambulance. <laughs> Where's Terrence the Black when we need him? <laughs> yes. Did you uh, partake in the Jamaican cousin? Absolutely. <clears throat> is it good or, or yeah? How is it, man? Oh yeah. It's not as good as we morning have here, cup of it? tea, man. <laughs> that that morning is? cup of tea, man. Oh yeah. Like yeah, our gardener, our you gardener don't... in the morning, we see him every day. Oh, good morning, cup of tea, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you're not drinking it. I don't get it. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome back, chat. Glad Thank you. To, yeah. Glad to have you back in the studio. Uh, although last week's show went uh, amazingly smooth without you. Good. <laughs> I mean, Go figure. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even Tasty said to me, wow. wow, I can't believe how well things are going. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised oh, oh. Tasty was here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. As far as yeah. I know, this is his first time outside. Who has fun? You, you missed me playing no, with the dildo a... for like th- four hours straight. Whoa. Good yeah. times. Yeah, right. You here. only do that when he's not here. Mostly I was just trying to poke Justin with it, though. Oh. Uh, Doc missed all that fun, too, last oh, week. Dang. Welcome back to you, too. Oh, day. thanks. Yeah. We're going to hear more about Jamaica's, uh, Jamaica's trip to Chad. <laughs> Chad's trip to Jamaica. We're going to hear more about that uh, at the end of the show. He's, he's got some beer uh, questions for Doc about uh, Jamaican uh, ingredients and beer and stuff like that. So we're going to talk about that at the end of the program, see if we can't make it educational. I always make sort of. our BN guys work, even when they're on vacation. Right. So he came back with some beer stuff. I think he could write it all off. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I think he and came rum. back with rum, too, right? Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of rum out there. I think we might have, oh, I think we might end up drinking rum tonight. I'm, surpri- right. I'm really surprised that uh, Shoe Light didn't get into that. What do you think of that, Bevo? It's kind of hot. Bevo's looking at oh. my tattoo right now. You think it's hot? No, I'm just being nice. Oh. <laughs> yeah. no, Thanks for not being honest. But he did a nice, clean job <laughs> no, it, on it, too. Listen, as, very... as much as I like honesty on the radio, those are the things you're allowed to lie about. <laughs> oh, I, I it, love it. If it means making me feel good, you can lie. Tell them it makes you yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah, no, actually, I do like it. It's it's better than um, the picture that they showed. Yes, what everybody it's, it's See? definitely better than how it was described and uh, or previously re- viewed and reasoned out. Yeah. Yes. See, and why did you pr- decide to put it there? Oh, that's always where that's I, I want. It's on my that's forearm. His biggest arm. I got it Thursday, in case anyone hasn't that's heard. your business yeah, arm? It's, it's, my, it's yeah. my biggest arm. It's my biggest arm. 
That takes care of all his business. I've always wanted to see what a Joshua tree going at 40 miles an hour looked like. (laughs) (laughs) One, two, one, two, one, two. Because, you know, I figure if you're going to get a tattoo, you... uh, you, know, you put it where where you can see it, and and others can see it. And what's the point in inking yourself? Like I'm, I don't take my clothes off ever. Like not, like not even in the shower. So I'm not going to put it somewhere where I don't take my clothes off. You know? So I went for the forum. I said, "Fuck it. If I'm going to ruin my life, I'm going to do it right." You no, know, you're going to put it where those assless chaps would come in handy. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Ew, again. So, <laughs> and everyone's saying, oh, it looks better than the drawing. It looks better than the... Didn't I say that in the beginning? Don't take this drawing as what it's going to be. I, the, the tattoo artist is the guy who makes it happen. It does look well, like one of those rub-on ones, though. When you show a picture and you say, I'm going to... Don't take this picture seriously, but this is what I'm going to get tattooed on my body. Where do you think we're going to think? <laughs> that looks you like shit. Don't put that on your body. Yeah. You better take it seriously. It's like permanent. <laughs> Nothing's permanent. I can cut it off. We can fillet you. Yeah. Burn it off. Make a lamp out of you. Laser. Come on. Skin suit. They say the laser removal hurts more than than getting a tattoo. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Getting a tattoo fucking hurts. (laughs) Why (laughs) didn't you pre-medicate? Because I didn't have any. Uh, My mom moved out, for one. Uh, (laughs) She was your hookup, huh? Yeah, my dealer. Yeah, my dealer (laughs) went out of town. And, um, And... I think you were working, Doc, the day I didn't plan ahead, and I just was on my way. So. Oh, by the way, I'm going to get a tattoo this morning. Like, you woke up not knowing no. what you're going to do? <laughs> well, I didn't know I was going to get it until the night before, because I was waiting for the final version of the art to come back. You weren't oh. drunk enough, yeah. Yeah. So. And even on the way down there, I wasn't positive I was getting it still. I mean, I'm driving there with the art in my hand going, mm, I don't know if I really want this. <laughs> but I decided, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. But I'm happy I did now, afterward. Good. I on the Friday show I was telling JP that um all day Friday when I was the first day I had it, I was about fifty fifty. Like fifty percent of the time I was like, Awesome. And the other fifty percent of the time I was going, What the fuck did you do? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all past now. I'm I'm hundred oh, percent. Okay. Yeah. I don't think you're hundred percent. I'm totally hundred percent. No, you're not. <laughs> kidding yourself, man. I want to rationalize it too, you know. <laughs> like what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Uh well. Wow. Oh well. Hey, you know it's there. Yeah, it is a big exercise in uh, acceptance. I like it. I know. Thanks, Beef. Oh, there you go. Doesn't make it. Thanks for lining. Doesn't make his dong look bigger. <laughs> what wouldn't? Oh, <laughs> dude, a bigger, a bigger dong. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot happening today. Um, it's going to be an interesting show we got going for you. Got some things. Yeah. Uh, first thing is that uh, Casa de la Muerte is striking again. Uh oh. Yeah. Look at Viva looking at me like, what? Like, who died now? Uh, my grandma had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's not dead yet. Oh, She's good. on her way. You know what's interesting about this? <laughs> She's on her way, though. I told, I told this to Schumann this morning, right? Because I had just heard about it, and I tell Schumann, and he just starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> and he's kind of laughing and crying, going, I'm sorry I'm laughing that you just told me your grandma's dying, but... It's just unfucking believable, <laughs> and so and it's true. So him and I both had a good laugh, and uh, at your grandma's expense. At my grandma's expense. Um, so uh, the reason I point this out is uh, I might be going to Connecticut tomorrow, and uh, uh, I don't know how long I'm going to be there. And I'm not positive that we're doing a show next week. So we've got a lot to do this week to get it out there, make it happen. I think I'm going to fly out there, hang out with my uh, my spare dad for a little while. All right. I won't and, be here uh, next week either. You're off next week anyway. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm taking. My okay. staff out and spending way too much money on them. Oh, damn it. Oh, that's oh. nice. Hey, can I get a job? 
You should. At least, right. at least for next week. Yeah. Wait. I'm hired now. What, do you think he needs a new janitor or something? Well, uh, yeah, but uh, it sounds like I could get in a free meal or something. Yeah. So, well, that's to too bad, Doc, because if we do do a show next week, we're going to do, it's going to be like a BN Christmas party yeah. type show. We're just going to just bring some random guests in and kind of party it up before we're on the air next week. Should we do a Secret Santa? Mm. I'm not going to drop it. I think it'd be funny. Duh. All right. I think it'd be hilarious. All right. But I just might not be here is the point. Like, we might not do it at all. It just depends on how long I go. I'm thinking if I go to Connecticut tomorrow, I'll be back by Saturday. So so no Friday show. (sighs) Depends on the weather, too. Yeah. You get iced in. It's complicated. It's all complicated. We'll see. We'll figure it out. You get the tattoo and the world comes crashing down. I know. Can you just put it on video Skype or something? What? Hey, Grandma. <laughs> hey, Grams. Like I, sorry, I'm, I, I booked. Is, is she gone, or is that a glitch in the video? I can't. <laughs> Did she just jump? You guys are looping her. <laughs> You're looping her. <laughs> That's a loop. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe I could just Skype in. Can That's you, is that, terrible. No, can you, you can't. You can you can't Skype do that. in a goodbye to a family member? Sure, you can. Why not? It's How the, well did you know her? Since the 2000s. Are you really taking JP's advice? <laughs> At least think about it. <laughs> I got a tattoo. Uh, how much worse can it get? Yeah. Right? Uh, you know, you can't go back there because you can't show her that. Why, is she going to die? She's, she's, what's she going to do? Well, yeah. she'll go, really? Oh, my God, my son's a hoodlum. <laughs> she's going to have another heart attack? My grandson. Yeah. Yeah, she'll yeah. be pulling out of it, and she'll look. Justin, is that you? Come close. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, during the break, you're going to get a phone call, and it's going to say, son, I'm sorry. Grandma passed away, and you're going to feel like ass. Uh, nah, yeah, look at You know how we do. Better looking like here. Yeah. It's just uh, it's part of life, right? Whatever. Yeah, well, the end of life. Yeah, it's I the, think you. Yeah, it's the, the end, end part. part. Yeah. No, my grandma's a good lady. She she won't mind yeah. that I got a tattoo. Can I ask a question? <laughs> she might show you hers. That's not about death. Sure. How do where do babies yeah. come from? <laughs> they don't come from Sam. I'll tell yeah. you that. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, something about a giveaway. Mon- I can't say it. Monos- monocycle. Monostat Mon- seven. <laughs> Monocycle. They're asking me about some sort of giveaway tonight. I don't know. And I have no answer for them. I don't know. Well, you know, <laughs> that's good because we kept you in the dark. We do have a special event going on tonight. They they are right. They probably read it on um, the homepage or on our Facebook Facebook page because we did an update there. It is the More Beer Conical Donation Giveaway oh, today. Ooh. Yes. Oh my God. Conical. It's a, we've got a, a brand shiny spanking new. Conical sitting right here. What's that? A seven and a half gallon conical. Is it shiny? What I said yes. on the homepage was that our giveaway rhymes with chronicle. Now it's not a normal di- uh, giveaway. It's not like the. Uh, it's this isn't conical Christmas like we did last year or the year before. Whenever the hell we did conical year before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, then when H two fell asleep on the mic. Ah, that's right. Two years ago. That was a famous H2 falling asleep on the mic, Conical Christmas. It's not that. We're not just giving it away uh, for nothing. Uh, times are tough. Uh, not, not only for us. <laughs> so but, are we. You know, for everybody. So, uh, But we do have a great opportunity for you. It's a way to help support the BN, and it's all thanks to our, our really good friends at Beer, Beer, and More Beer, who just have supported us since day one and never cease to amaze me how much they're willing to help out uh, us and the homebrew community. They're just great dudes. So what we've got sitting here for you uh, is a conical. Chat, did you hit the start broadcast button on that uh, video screen of yours? 
Hitting it now. Thank you. Yeah, it's my fault. I, I didn't tell you to do it. Hit that start Go. button now. His, his caddy didn't tell him to, so he's he's used to being you know. That's true. <laughs> Hit you're the button. No buck. He wants some more team on. No man. If you go to justin.tv/slash/brewing/network, the conical cam is working today, and you'll see what uh, we're we're raffling away. And here's the deal. Uh, you might remember a few months back, a couple months back, we did uh, one of these raffles for a a mill. Uh, it was a monster brewing mill. Milf? And uh, ooh, maybe we could do that next month. Yeah. Find ourselves a milf to raffle off. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> this week uh, we are doing a conical. And here's the deal. It's pretty simple. Make sure I don't fuck this up, Shat. First of all, if you're a recurring... Nightmare. Um, ...brewing network donator, in other words, you've hit that PayPal button for a recurring donation of any denomination, even if it's for two bucks, you're automatically entered into this raffle. Wow. And we're going to be doing a raffle every month. This is the first one. We're wow. going to be doing more of these. If you're a recurring donator of any denomination, you're automatically entered into the raffle. You'll take, so, a, you'll take checks? Yes. And polls? <laughs> Russians? Anything. Um, any denomination. So that's just a way for us to say thank you for being a constant supporter and someone who just uh, is always there to help out the BN and keep us rolling. You're automatically entered into every single donation that we do. This conical is included. So that's the first thing. If you're not already a donator, if you just want to get more names in the hat, it's simple. Uh, For $10, you get yourself one name in the hat. For $20, you get yourself three. So uh, one for 10, three for 20. Hit the donate button on the on the homepage. That's all you got to do. Just hit that big BN Army, join the, I think it says join the BN Army dog tag button on the homepage. It takes you to our donation page. You hit the one-time donation button, and you put in $10 or $20. Or if you want 60 tickets, you'd be putting in $40. You get the idea. 60, 40, uh, I'm sorry, if you want to six tickets, you'd put in $40. So for every 20 after that. I told that, you is, not to let me screw this up. Yeah, for every 20 bucks after. You get three. You get Three. For every twenty bucks you get three? Yeah. You lost Chad on donation. Yeah. <clears throat> on three. Donation. <laughs> What's the best nation in the world? <laughs> donation. donation. <laughs> uh, also we're gonna end this uh midnight, Saturday, because we have to count this stuff up and uh, you know, make sure everyone's got their yeah. Name the hat. So last time we did this, we only did it for the live listeners, but now we're letting the whole world do it. So uh, you have all week. You've got until Saturday at midnight. Next Saturday at midnight, we will cut off the uh, the entries. And then on the air, assuming there's a show next week, we will be giving away a conical. We'll raffle it off. If there's and if, no show, we don't give it away? If there's no show, we'll just email the person directly. It just won't be done over the air. But you'll know if you won that by next Sunday. We'll be doing the raffle regardless. Uh, you will receive a phone call or an email or whatever. Can we send JP over? How about they have to hit the donate yeah. button to find out who won? Imagine seeing JP in the front door. <laughs> hey, you won. This is the, hey, pay to play. Pay to play. <laughs> Surprise! <Yeah>. You won this! <laughs> Could you deliver this back to more beer for you us? like Ed McMahon. <laughs> yeah. I think Midnight should be Chad's new nickname. <laughs> Midnight. Jamaican nickname. Midnight. It's pretty good, huh? Midnight. They call me White Lightning. <laughs> yeah, because you're done so quick. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is that what they that what they called you over there? No. <laughs> I would like that. Just trying to get a new big nickname. Bun. Hey, Big Bun. All right, so uh, that's what they called you? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> that's a lot nicer than us, because we just call you fat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The well, they're, they're calling him Pigman. That's not very nice. That's not good. Yeah, they call him Thick, but they can't pronounce it. Pronounce it. You're Dickman. 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 
All right, so justin.tv slash brewing network. Is it broadcasting over there, Shetty? It's going. All right, great. You can see the conical that we're giving away. It's really a great conical. All stainless steel, seven and a half gallon. It's got a bunch of things in the bottom of it. Let us know if you'd like us to rotate it. Yeah, we'll get Bevo over there rotating the conical. Oh. What are the, what's got the, what's what's this thing have JP just like things right, and stuff? Well, yeah, what's the, uh, it's the it has a, uh, it has a side port and racking arm. So uh, if you want to take a, a sample of the beer while it's fermenting, check your uh, your final gravity. You can do that, and then it has a um, a half inch full port bottom dumper. Yeah. I gotta so, take a dump myself. so you can uh, gather your yeast, um, or you know, drain it off, uh, reuse it for later, do whatever you want to do. Bottom dumping is all the rage. Now. Bottom dumping is what the kids are into. It's the new black. Yeah. So, uh, not, not do nice. you have a part number for that? That more beer? C O N one hundred. Con one hundred. No, the bottom dumper. No, that's yeah. free. Oh, you gotta leave a comment. It goes with it. it what uh, if um, they want to upgrade it? From that, uh, that's a good is, question. Is, is it a possibility? Or do they get stuck with this one? I mean, some people, you know, they want a little something different. You guys got so many accessories that you can, yeah. The, well, this load is, these things up. On. Well, this is a seven point one, um, yeah. and it's just kind of the, the standard. There's, there's no real options. Uh, if you, so, if you want to upgrade, I imagine it would just be paying the difference between the two. Okay, uh, it's probably something that we'd have to work out at that work through in the brewing network. But, but it's I'm, possible. I'm sure it's possible. I mean. Who uh, we talk to? You? Does, does more beer ever say no? Really? No. Uh, no. I mean, you know, it's like, all right, fine, we'll do it. So uh, I would imagine Chris Graham. Okay, I'm Actually, just going to throw Chris thinking, right you know, under the bus. It's right, great there. to great to win the thing, and then well, what if you want something? But else if you on? do ten gallon batches or something, right. right, right, right. So you can apply that to the next purchase. I would imagine so. I don't know. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll let Chris and Jay work that one out. Graham is the easiest person on earth to work with. He, yeah, guy amazes me. Yeah, it's real comedy. I mean, I go over there and I'm like, hey, what do you think about uh, conical? Donation giveaway this year. Fine, take it. Get my face. All right, I think we got one. That was it. <laughs> really? How come I can't get other sponsors to do that? I can't get sponsors to take my phone calls. <laughs> Chris Graham goes, "All right, here you go. Hands me one right there, like it was in his back pocket or something." Or it was probably somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, he just gave somebody else's order. <laughs> there there's goes some, somebody's Christmas. Right now, there's some pissed off customer <laughs> listening to the show, going, I'm, "That's why it's late." Chris Graham and Morby would never do that, and that's slander and libel. <laughs> So big thanks big to words that lawyers use. Olin and Chris and yeah. Reg, all, all the guys at Morbeard, they're just so cool. So they're bringing you this uh, this conical giveaway, and all you got to do is, is hit the donate button. Like I said, uh, ten bucks gets you one entry, twenty gets you three. Is it temperature controlled? No, no, it's not it a can temperature be. controlled. Just put it in your refrigerator. It's, yep. it's, it's got the short legs, so you can fit it in the refrigerator. Exactly. It's it designed. It's kind of low profile, uh, squatty, uh, so it can fit into into normal fridges and and these. Some it right of the out. dorm dorm fridges too, right? Yep. Yep. What other announcements do I have? The BN Christmas tree thon is still going on. We haven't received any ornaments oh, yet. I need to be a sad Christmas here. We did announce a prize, though. Um, the winner, the, who sends in the ugliest ornament, um, is getting <laughs> or only. Uh, a beer package with Tasty, Doc, and Jamil's beer in it. Um, Doc's just learning of this prize right now. <laughs> My mouth drops. Okay. Uh, and if you're lucky, we'll throw some of JP and Chat's beer in there, too. Oh, Ooh, the 12-pack. Chad, they might be lucky. Oh, yeah. So, lucky. you know, it's a nice little prize, but sometimes for Christmas, you should just send in ugly ornaments for the hell of it, how not about, because you get a prize. How about we put some of your beer in there, and then we take all the labels off? <laughs> make it the, oh. make it guess who, which beer, play, guess Jay's beer. Play the beer hunter. Yeah, a little Justin Roulette. The beer hunter game. <laughs> yeah, it's more, oh. much more like Justin Roulette, isn't it? Oh. 
<laughs> that's a pretty good idea, especially because I have a bottle somewhere that's like three years old oh. at this point or something. Yeah, the Star Sam probably you know keeps it really <laughs> keeps fresh, it clean. Yeah, I have one bottle from the first twelve batches that I've done. Like my very first twelve batches, I saved one bottle from each batch. I still have them. Why the first twelve batches? I because don't then I got real number. bored and just forgot. And I just I was like, I don't. Why am I saving? Why do I have two six packs of beer? I'm never I gonna. See. You know, it was kind of a memorial. Oh, you have memorial. one from each of the first one 12. from my first each twelve batches. Yeah, I see. I see. Throw one of those in you there. Know you should- Twelve-year-old. Remember, you always thought your first beer was really good. You should yeah. go back and taste it. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> hey, wow, that's a lot of foam. That's a that's a gut. Oh, wow, I did a good job. It's not like I remember it yeah. when I first drank it. Well, I made beer. Hardly. All right, so you can still send in your uh, ugly ornaments uh, to the BN Christmas tree a thon. Yeah, and, and uh, Bub, all you got to do is just send a picture of yourself in. You'll be fine. We'll hang that right on the show. Yeah, we'll put a hanger on it. I'm going to re-gift those. <laughs> I'm just going to slap labels on for family members and send them out. Can yeah. Re-gift them. Maybe, we'll give them to, maybe we'll give them to Justin's grandma. <laughs> oh. She might still be around by then. Well, that way we get them back. <laughs> is that too? Is that too soon? I should buy her like a big screen television right now. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh. Grandma, do you leave this to me in your will? She's not going to need it. Huh. She doesn't have time to learn the remote. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be fine. Don't worry about her. She'll be fine. Okay. Uh, what else? <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> uh, CBS Brewcast. It's on at uh, Fridays at five. Yeah, we did a good job. We almost got. I I I, I got fired and rehired on Fridays yeah, because uh, we had Adam Lamoro from Linden Street uh, Brewing Company on the program with us. Yeah, Captain Salty Mouth dropped a big F bomb in the middle of the program. My boss Oops. was listening upstairs. And you didn't catch it. He oh he fired me. He, my two bosses were sitting upstairs, and my big boss said to my immediate boss, that's it, he's fired, no more brewcast. Um, what happened, though, is that the feed that they were listening to is a pre-delay feed. Straight feed. So oh. they didn't know that I hit the dump button. I, it didn't go over the airwaves. I caught it in oh. time, and I hit the dump button. But they're not listening to a transmitter feed. They're listening to a... Direct. Yeah. yeah. So... My, so my, your professionalism rehired you. Yes. My immediate boss, who likes me and wanted to save my job, started thinking about the whole thing and was like, I don't think we're listening to the right feed. And yeah. So he went and asked the engineers, double-checked, and got me rehired all within the <laughs> right. hour that I was on the air. Did you even know it? Wow. I did. I still got reamed. I still yeah. got a talking to. Wow. I got my first... Uh, reaming? Reaming. I got my That's first... your first reaming. Come into my office, then, but like behind closed doors, reaming. Well, yeah. And uh, I was told in no uncertain terms that uh you know it will never happen again that can't happen <laughs> you need to get him something nice for christmas i know well and me being the uh honesty idiot that i am i'm like well you know it's not the first time it's happened right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah really i'm giving yeah. you your third strike yeah. here <laughs> but i was trying to point out that i'm a professional and i always hit the dump button yeah, it's right, happened right. before and i always catch it you right. know you don't have to worry about me if i'm on the air you can sleep well at your desk <laughs> And uh, under me at the controls. Yeah. So it was the first time that my big boss has listened to the program since we've been put on the new show. listen oh, every time now. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got at least one new listener now. You're right. He'll be listening every time now. So you can find So why uh, is it your fault? <clears throat> oh, it's always the guy running the board's fault. It's it's my show. I'm on the board. It's my fault. Well, they, they thought it had gone over the air. No, 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 no. What I'm saying no. is the guy you were interviewing. Yeah. Doesn't like, matter. And it's your fault. Because it's my fault. If he didn't, it's if he like didn't catch it, right? it's always now, my fault. If I, if I was hosting the show and I had a board operator, like most professionals oh. just do, 
I prefer to run my own board. Um, but if I had a board operator, it'd be their fault. They would get fired. Hmm. I would still get to keep my job, probably. I, although, although I could see the FCC can can find me and CBS for doing it. So I could have. I could have lost everything. All of this glorious stuff that I had. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, your, your turn-up would have had to blow your empire. Could have lost my twenty-five-year-old motorcycle. <laughs> you would have had to ask Grandma for some money. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't uh, have lost the tattoo. I and that's, that's all right. yours. Oh. But they can't take away my ink. No, they got that. It's for life, bro. You don't even get it. Yeah. <laughs> you almost lost your motorcycle today, didn't you? I did. My motorcycle's been sitting at the Bart station for a week. <laughs> Why? I, I checked on it today just to make sure. It's Why? There. Yeah. I just don't have time to do anything right now. Well, I, you checked on it. You could have brought it home. <laughs> no, because I was coming home from the city. I didn't have my keys with me. What's and, wrong uh, with it? Nothing. I just haven't. You're afraid to drive in the rain? No, I didn't have my keys with me today. It's the first rain today out here. Yeah, I just just haven't huh. had time to go over and get it. That's all. Okay. So <laughs> it's still there though. It's fine for a week. But you had time to go get a tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Bevo, see, there's you certain priorities. To get there's cer- to recover. There's I'm certain sorry. priorities in a man's life. Yeah, you'll never understand me. Yeah. I won't. I'm complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm deep. You have, you have money to pull it out of impound? <laughs> it's not. It's there. <laughs> not to, yeah, no, nobody be. wants it. Nobody's I'll, I'm going to get it. it tonight. I'll go get it tonight. In the rain? No, you won't. It's raining no, outside. Why do you say money won't be? It's been there for a week. I know, because they're not going to do it on the weekend, because people, you know, park it, park it, it's been there for a week. Don't come crying to me, man. <laughs> Doc and I brought 500 bucks. Exactly. I to get my hog out of impound. Yeah. And I need some touch-up work on this tat. <laughs> yeah. And a teeth whitening. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> Thanks for all the help. Look, yeah. I didn't want you to have the motorcycle in the first place. But no, or you're, you're on your own. <laughs> you're on your own, man. Yeah. Hey, tell, you that, tell you what, Doc. If you're right and he comes asking you for money, you have to get a stipulation that says you need to put in your tattoo, Doc was right. <laughs> right underneath yeah. all that garbage. Oh. On your forehead. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's move on. Oh, shall we? <laughs> uh, all sorts of good stuff in the store. You can still get your Christmas gifts. Mom's uh, hard at work shipping. Um, if you order this week, I do believe that as long as the post office doesn't screw it up, you'll have your gifts in time for Christmas. And check this out. Because BN screwed hoodies up on this are en route to my house as we speak. I believe they'll be here tomorrow Ooh. or Tuesday. As well as brand new, redesigned, awesome-looking Bruce Strong T-shirts. I haven't seen those yet. Oh. They're awesome. Yeah, but the hoodies are very cozy. Mm-hmm. And, and the hoodies are a new design also. They're great. Um, yeah, the new green on green instead oh. of the white. Mm-hmm. Like, Tasty's wearing old school right now. Yeah. We got new school coming in. And Brew Strong t-shirts, Brewing Classic Styles. People's got a new one. Got a fresh batch of signed ones that'll go up in the store tomorrow, too. No, that's the new one. That's the new version right there that you got, Bebo. Where's the yep. green, green? <coughs> green on green. Is hop. Uh, hop green. Oh, I see. It's not really radio friendly right now. i Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes, you are retarded. Yeah, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not very nice. All right. And no, then you can sign up true. for updates and all sorts of information uh, through Twitter. It's twitter.com slash brewing network. And we send you uh, what tweets. Are they? Thank you, Doc. Tweets. Tweet, tweet, tweet. And uh, also through our Facebook, Facebook, Facebook page. You can sign up there. And uh, Shat, I think, is going to be putting pictures of the conical that you could win in this giveaway um, He's on busy. our Facebook page. Facebook. He's busy texting true. caddies. Ooh. Oh. Nope. We have a lot of fans on our Facebook page. See that? On our what page? Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Page. How dare you even speak the word out loud. <laughs> oh, Sam here? No. Oh, I, yeah. uh, shut up. Hey, do we have anything to talk about as far as our anniversary party? <clears throat> yeah, you want to announce it or me? W- where did that southern drawl come from? Hey, how y'all doing out there? <laughs> we have to y'all to by way of anniversary party. You no, know, I was in Texas for a few hours. <laughs> oh, do yeah, they'll pick it up real fast. 
trying to. No, I was thinking uh, Buffalo Soldier. Yeah, I could do that one too. Uh, I saw this one's close to Shat. I Shat the Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys don't mess around down there, man. Yeah, because they got all that education behind that gun. <laughs> kind of like yeah. New Orleans. They're police. They're walking around with M16s. Like oh, it's yeah. Doing spot checks. It's Oop. the real deal. Wow. Well, what if you're having your morning team on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are they. They're just doing it with an M16 That's in the other hand. Yeah, we can announce uh, we have confirmed the location of our fourth anniversary party, Doc. <gasps> Jamaica. <Yeah. laughs> Destination yeah, anniversary mom. party. <laughs> Uh, Linden Street Brewing Company. Oh, they're the same guy who almost got who got me fired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we're gonna have it at their place right down there in Oakland because it's a fantastic setup. That's and, a nice layout. There. Um, there's a whole lot of details that are gonna that are gonna follow here soon when I get confirmation on those. But it's the pre-conference event of the the National Homebrewers Conference that you're not gonna want to miss. Is that the what night? Wednesday. I think it's gonna be the Wednesday night nice. right before the conference. Um, and it's going to be a big barbecue and beer celebration at Linden Street. It's an outdoor location. Um, indoor also, you, can, you know, we'll be able to go in and out. But they got a big stage you know. outside. We can have a big barbecue. It's going to be June in Oakland. You couldn't Ooh. ask for better weather on yeah. Earth. I could um, ask for a better place. So, yeah. <laughs> than Oakland? <maybe. laughs> when but it not, gets dark, you won't know. But not better than Linden Street for our purposes. No, I'm telling you, this is my first choice. Too. It's the ideal location for us yeah. because it's we're going to be big this year. It's going to be a lot of people, and this is going to accommodate everybody. Nice. Um, it's going to be a big bash. So, Linden Street, uh, it's just get. I'm just getting started with this, folks. You're going to wait for the rest of the details, because let's just say that the whole day is going to be pretty kick-ass. That whole Wednesday. If you're coming in for the conference, you're going to want to come in on Tuesday. Trust me on that, so that you can be here all day on Wednesday for what we got going. So, you're saying this after start like at 1 in the afternoon or something like that? Start that early? Yeah, probably. Um, at another site and end up there? Is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking so. Uh, Please put the music. Well, all right, Tasty. Uh, we're we're going for. Uh, we're looking for. Uh, we're possibly going to do a bus tour pub crawl. Oh, and um, oh, we're being good shape for the party. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, fuck it. We're and, professionals. And the bus tour is going to end. It's going to land at Linden Street mm. for our anniversary party and barbecue. You know, we'll have to get everybody rejuvenated with some nice barbecue and Excellent. and more beer. What the fuck, right? It's a party, and it's it's NHC week, so you guys are going to. What be, a way to kick it off! We're yeah. kicking it off. Trust me, it's going to be the pre-conference event uh, of pre-conference events. It's, it's a place to be, be the seen. conference event. Yeah, so I got to. Uh, I've got some details to work out because my guess is we, we're going to need more than one bus. Um, for this, it's going to be yeah. a, a big deal, and you can also have faith in me that you'll be going to the best places in the bay. If you haven't uh, signed up for the conference, sign up for the conference. I know the first two hotels are full, right? And they they're on the on the third and the fourth hotel now, so. Uh, and in each hotel, you get farther and farther away from right. the epicenter of all this nonsense. Yeah, or it's still you not that far. That it's all too. kind of walking no. distance. Oh no, the. the Nothing is walking distance in Oakland. (laughs) The the fourth hotel is down in Jack London Square, Mm -hmm. which is about eight blocks away. You won't make it. What happened to the music? Got rid of it. it. We're out of Jamaica. I was getting into it. We've left Jamaica. Vivo, if I have to look at your feet all goddamn show. I'm going to have socks on. I'm going to get a big boner. I figured you thought that that would be sexy. (laughs) If you could pour honey on them, please. (laughs) I didn't wear flip-flops, especially for you. Thank you. Because I know you hate feet, so I put socks on. Right. And it's raining and cold out. <laughs> oh, my God! You've got mail. Kick ass. I know you've got more announcements, Shab, but we'll do it later. Screw you, Shad. <laughs> 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 Shad.
Jamaican bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Good to be home. Yeah, right. Jamaican me crazy. For your love. Uh, feedback's brought to you today by Williams Brewing Company. You can go to williamsbrewing.com and check out all your home brewing. Oh, no more JP insults, huh? People haven't paid to do it anymore. They went, you they gotta pay to good. pay. Pay to be mean. Yeah. What's this beer that you gave me, Shat? AIDS. Murray's Pilsner. Murray's uh, Pilsner, yeah. Wow. Pretty tasty. Real clean. Really good. Yeah. Great hop aroma. <clears throat> hop flavor, too. It is hoppy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's very perfumey. Yeah, it's like almost a noble or something. All right, what do I got for feedback here? Question came through about a counter-pressure filler. It says, I just got a counter-pressure bottle <coughs> filler from B3. And for some reason, when I have the valve in the middle, neutral position, beer slowly pours out from the tube tip. I set my pressure to 10 pounds over serving, as Jamil has suggested on the B3 forum, but I'm still having the same problem. It doesn't seem my gas side is leaking, only the beer side. Does anybody have any thoughts? That's from uh, Brant, Corporal in, in um, St. Louis. I would tighten down the, uh, the there's a, a valve arm that he's moving. Mm-hmm. There's a nut on top of that. Tighten that down. Maybe that's a little loose. Okay. Um, could be something blocking it. Okay. Um, other than that, give more beer a call, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll swap it out. If it's defective, you swap it out, right? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, make sure it's error. yeah. Make sure it's not just you know the remaining beer isn't just dripping down the tube, and he thinks it's leaking. I ah, just want to okay. you know, um, but uh, yeah, give us a call, man. Don't yeah, worry. customer service will be able to figure that out real quick. Tasty yeah. can't answer because he's a dirty fucker, and he no. only, he fills his beer straight from the tap. I have yeah. one. It's like a I put it on the wall. It's sort of like art. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about buying a new one. They got a new one now that's all stainless. Oh yeah, I'm buying it even though I'll never use it. Nicer, it looks art. so cool. Yes, I think you should. I think you should buy it. Yes. You could have first, second generation. Yeah, it'd be like a history of museum, like of, uh, <laughs> obs- obsolete ways to put beer yeah. in the bottle. <laughs> oh. Uh, I got a beer gun, too. Yes, I do. Oh, and you also have a beer gun? I have a beer gun, too. I have the whole museum. I got it all. I'm a collector of antique items. You use any of it. All right. Is that why you have Chad's brand new condoms in your house, too? What? Is there antique? He doesn't use them? Wow. It's a bad joke. No, he uses them. Let's move on. That's a stretch. Um, but I do like the way you stuck with it to the end. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I go down swinging, man. Yeah, that was a runaway train there. Uh, John Plissé has a video uh, on the Morbier site of how to use a counter-pressure filler if you oh. want to uh, see some visuals. And if you go to his private site, there's a whole other edition of the same yeah. video. <laughs> Visual. You got some audio on there, yeah. too, probably. Huh? Yeah. That's how you do a beer this enema with a counter-pressure filler. Uh, here's another one. Hey, Brewcasters. Uh, I was busy working on Drunk of the Week last Sunday when something odd happened. I got drunk. <laughs> I threw up. I got really stinking drunk. Uh, I started off with two bottles of Sierra Nevada Bigfoot, um, mm. then dipped into my keg of Odell 90 shilling, and about 15 pints later, <laughs> I couldn't reach my computer from the floor of my bedroom. Um, you might say my quest floored me. And he says, there's a lame joke for you, Jipper. No, oh, eat it. Maybe next time I go for such a prestigious honor, I'll tape my phone to the side of my head so I can get through to the show. By the way, I hope the show is good. I don't remember any of it. Cheers, (laughs) Brian from Fort Collins. It's blue in the chat. Uh, hey, good effort, man. If you had made it to the phone, I'm, uh, you, pro- you yeah. had a good chance you know, of winning. It's all about timing. and Good you credentials. Missed, yeah. You missed it. That's why they start clamoring for Drunk of the Week calls in the third segment, and they can't wait to the fourth. They're hammered. Because there's that moment where there's still enough to call, but they know that in another five minutes, they're done. They're peaking. <laughs> yeah, they're peaking. 
Um, Craft your buzz. Oh, here you go. Look at when Shat gets back from Jamaica. Um, ask if it was him who shat the sheriff and if it was in self defense. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's a good joke. That was from Craft Brewer. <clears throat> .dk. Pretty weak. <laughs> hey guys, I'm a new listener and I love the show. I just listened to the podcast with Shay and was amazed at how much information was packed into just a few short hours. Yeah, you know, by the way, we do a bad show. There's like pages upon pages of how bad our show was written on the forum. Every lurkers, emails. yeah, lurkers yeah. come to do their. Us in my first post, but I want to tell you how just much you guys choke I'm, on. Just uh, I was very disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but a, that Shay Comfort Show was phenomenal. I don't, I don't care who you are. Yeah, that show was yeah. unbelievable. The amount of things uh, that that we got out of Shay in, in one sitting, unbelievable. And that's not all he has to say either. Yeah. So all I can think is that the only reason there aren't pages and pages thanking Shay for that show is that you guys haven't even soaked in all of that information that he gave you. No, I think you ought that, to listen again. That show fried a couple circuits and people are still going. Wah, wah, yeah, yeah. Trying to figure it all out. Not that I don't like the pages upon pages of criticism. I quite enjoy that. I'm just it's noting funny that sometimes. I just think it's interesting that Shay didn't get a huge amount of thanks. Um, anyway, the guy does have a question, though. He says, I, I want to try using wine yeast on my next Bruce, but I can't find Convertes AG300 anywhere. Anybody know where to get in? I, I we had I had no. chat to search all of our sponsor sites, and I don't I don't think anybody has Not it. A, nope. So. It's a, it's a pro- commercial product. Um we might carry it. I don't know that. Oh, I don't know that. You should use it. Uh, my uh, batch that I did with the uh, wine, you finished out like 1028 from like a 1081 and 1082. Oh, yeah. That's a good story, Doug. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to be blending it, so it's not, not that big a deal. But if you're going to do a whole batch with it. You need that convertase. Yeah. Yes. We'll probably carry it at some point. All right, well, do me a favor. What point would that, that be? And, uh, <laughs> just make some forum posts when you do find out about it or well, whatever. JP, so isn't that one of those things where you got to buy a 50-gallon drum or something? You know, if you if you sit, yeah, it's something like that. I mean, you know, let email email Shay or, or, or Tristan or call up and ask for Tristan. Uh, he's the wine guy. I mean, you know, I'm just the beard dork. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. The lowly little beard dork. It'll be, it'll be the wine team to really decide all that stuff. All that really boring, fun information you guys really want to know about how our company works. What's Shay's email address? Shay. Big Black Dong. <laughs> I like to write it, write it. <laughs> at morebeard.com. <laughs> it's uh, Shay C at morebeard.com. Okay. It has to be Shay C because there's other Shays. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. You know? Uh, let's see, what else do I have here? I just wanted to say thanks, to, uh, to tell y'all thanks for everything you do for us homebrewers and homebrewing in general. I'm making the best beer I ever have, and I'm having a shitload of fun doing it. I already donate monthly, but I wanted to chip in a little extra this month, so it should be on its way. Hope you guys have a great and safe holiday. I'll see you in June. Cheers. That's from Jason C., Thunder Chicken in the Forum. And uh, I want to use this email to uh, just uh, point out, you know, thanks to uh, to all of you who donate all the time. And uh, in the last, you know, month or two, I've gotten a lot of really nice emails from people um like the teary-eyed kind of emails uh, from what the show means to people and and i mean i had guys writing in saying that we changed their life they some of them had deaths in their family and uh they they were really kind of holed up in their house and not doing anything and, and listening to the show you know made them not feel alone and uh that they had a it, really uh, amazing stuff the kind of stuff that makes us keep doing what we're doing even though you're all doing it for free uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. For a second there, I thought you were going to start thanking us. No. Like, I really want to take this opportunity just to really thank 
everybody else except the people in this room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just really, you know, nice comments, and, and we appreciate hearing them. It, it's really the biggest reason that we do this show. That does so. keep us going, though. Uh, unbelievable, the, the things these people have to say. Amazing. So thank you, and thank you for the support and the donations yeah. and uh, thank you. that kind of stuff. All right. So it's good to hear that good stuff. Sorry, I just walked all over that. That's right. It was just luck that I even landed at that point in the song. Yeah, I got to drink some of uh, Thunder Chicken's beer yesterday. Uh, Jamil shared a, uh, a bottle of uh, Jason's uh, American Brown Ale, the Janet's Brown Ale recipe that he, uh, oh. That he brewed. Yeah, oh, they, I had that, too. I oh, you had that? Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get any of that. I didn't get any of that, either. Uh, sucks for you guys. But be, Doc uh, was here, though, and he didn't Yeah, I was there, and I didn't get it. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> hey. That's how I am. Yeah, that was good beer. It was very good beer. Yeah, nicely done. That's not helping. <laughs> that was great. All right. That's how you didn't get it. All right. Don't forget, feedback is brought to you today by yes, Williams so Brewing, williamsbrewing.com. So, all right. How about this? We're going to take a break. All right. Haven't even told you yet uh, who our guest is. It's important. It's important today. It's a first for the BM. Important. It's Bevo. It's Bevo is our guest. Woo! Going to the Southern Hemisphere. We got an Australian brewer on the show with us today. Australian craft brewer, supposedly one of the best. Uh, Murray's from Australia. Sean Sherlock, their head brewer, is going to be on the program with us when we come back. Does he have an accent? Well, you can only hope so, Beavis. He'll fake one for us. Let me line your dildos up. It's the session. We'll be right back with Murray. Small to large. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day. Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer Deal of the Day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kennels, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More Beer beer Deal deal of the day. Day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the more beer deal of the day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. Did you know that every day a brewcaster goes to bed hungry? Did you know that that brewcaster is silently calling for the help of people just like you? Do you know that every day the unicorn and the rainbow have to blow sailors for loose change? For less than the cost of a half-calf, quad-shot, venti, extra-hot, soy milk, triple-pump, hazel, low-fat foam, double-cupped macchiato a day, you can help starving adults in Pacheco. Your love can be felt for as little as 7 cents a day. Visit thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate to sign up today for as little as $2 a month. Private first class in the BN Army. Buy your way up the ranks as corporal, sergeant, ranger, or colonel with an easy-to-do monthly donation that keeps brewcasters alive and your favorite internet radio station broadcasting. No donation is too small to help those in need. Can't you find it in your heart to share your love with a brewcaster? In return, you will enjoy the wealth of knowledge that comes with every episode of the session. The Jamil Show and Yes even that other show. Thank you for listening, and please sign up for your donation at thebrewingnetwork.com slash donate today. 
Attention homebrew shop owners at Fermentap. They know you're tired of buying the same old gear that everyone else has. That's why Fermentap offers the newest and most cutting-edge brewing equipment known to man. Since 1998, Fermentap has been leading the fight against the boring and mundane by offering strange, unique, and just plain smart equipment. Like their stainless domed false bottoms. Never deal with the floating plastic hassle of other false bottoms again. And since they're made from stainless steel, they'll last a lifetime. Fermentap's line of copper wort chillers are the best on the market, designed to cool your wort faster and more efficiently than other immersion chillers. They actually invented the equipment to make these chillers not only work great, but look great too. How about a fantastic line of ingredients, including vanilla beans, sorghum extract, blue agave extract, hot bitterness extract, unique wine yeasts, green coffee beans, sake kits, all stuff you can't find anywhere else. Fermentap carries all the standard products and equipment you need as well, such as all-grain systems, stainless hardware, kettles, carbonation stones, you name it, they've got it. Fermentap's entire line of products has been helping retail shops meet the demands of their customers for nearly 10 years, and they want to help you too. For more information, see them on the web at Fermentap.com or call Jason at 1-800-942-2750. Fermentap, better beer through innovation. What's funny is Bruce will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. Sports beer. The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. The Brewcaster. The Brewcaster. On the Brewing Network. What I would give to go to another Rage concert. But they're gone. They'll be back, don't worry. My dog just knocked you out, didn't he, JP? Gas attack. You never smelt a dog like that before. <laughs> Seriously faulty, dude. I don't know what my oh, dad I don't man. know what my dad did to that guy. Oh. But that dog <laughs> smells worse than it's like a methane factory. Uh, uh, I'm gonna come over and stand by Bevo. No, it's see. not much better. Oh, oh, maybe it's Bevo. No, it's Bevo. Oh, okay. All right. Do you know that I just lived down the Beverito thing? Like, could you guys just not? <laughs> I forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, it's a good one, too. <laughs> Beverito. Thank you. All right, we're calling up our Oz Craft Brewer right now. We're going to have Sean Sherlock from Mur- uh, Murray's on the program with us. I do believe he's... Uh, I, th- I think he's on right now. Danger, danger, danger. Sean, uh, how are you? It's been a while. Yeah, little beauty. <laughs> well, thank you, Art. You know, our studio's pretty cool. How's it going down in Australia? Yeah, that dog stinks, man. <laughs> Sean, are you with us? Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, brother, what's All happening? Right, the real deal. <laughs> the real Sean Sherlock. JP couldn't help himself. We're sorry. <laughs> It was all Bevo. It was me. Yeah. All right. Uh, Murray's from Australia is on the line with us right now. Our first Australian guest, even though we have a huge Australian listenership. So really happy to have you on with us, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. No, happy, happy to be on. And I've, uh, I've heard from half your Australian listenership already. I think they've been chasing me about it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so you got two emails. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, well, at least six anyway. <laughs> okay, good. 
Uh, and uh, let me just introduce you a little bit so you know who's in the room and going to be talking to you today. Uh, Bevo is working our chat room right now, and she's extremely turned on by accents. So uh, Hi. Good day. How you doing? Yeah, so you, you got a winner right there. Uh, JP is with us. He'll be helping out today. Hi. And uh, Tasty's with us. Tasty's our uh, in-house uh, great beer-making expert. That's all I do. Hi, Sean. I'll take some tips then, JP. <laughs> and then, uh, we, of course, we've got Dr. Scott, who's our uh, resident uh, doctor and expert, always on the program with us. He'll be helping. Hey, how are you doing? G'day, Dr. Scott. And then you know all about Shad. He's the, he's the <laughs> douche who booked you, and uh, you don't have to worry about him. Okay, all good. Thanks yeah. for being on. <laughs> so we want to know a lot of things about you because, um, well, I'll tell you, we're big fans of Australia over here. Not because we've ever been, but because we hear so many good things about the place and, and the homebrew scene there and um, even just this emerging craft beer scene. So that's kind of the stuff we want to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. well, it's definitely a really strong uh, homebrew scene here. And the um, the craft beer scene is really, really starting to pick up. It's a pretty exciting time to be brewing in Australia at the moment, really. How many craft beers are there? Oh, that's a very good question. There's, there seems to be a different small brewery opening every week. Uh, I couldn't give you an exact number, but by U.S. standards, uh, you know, the, the, the craft beer scene is definitely in its infancy. But... Um, but growing really, really fast. It's a typical thing, maybe, with uh, with Australians that we we take a little while to catch on to things, but once we do, we go absolutely flat out at it. It's really going berserk here at the moment. Now we've got some of your beer in studio with us too. How, JP, how did we even get this beer? Um, Chad knows that better than he was. A, a, I guess a listener, right? Chad dropped it off at More Beer for me. Yeah, turn you. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so I guess a listener, an Australian listener, just happened to be in town. Yes, he was in town uh, oh. checking out San Francisco yeah. and uh, dropped him off at B three. In there it was a guy called Dale dropped into the brewery here out of Dale, the blue yeah. one day, oh. um, and and said that he, he'd been speaking to Chad and wanted to get him some beer. So uh, well, he did it. Over. Yeah, he gave us uh, like the sixteen sampler pack or something like that. It was a box, the whole entire box of beer. I'm only looking at two. What happened to the other ones? <laughs> We're not done yet. They're in the fridge, Doc. Yeah, we've already had your Pilsner, Sean. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. That's what we're drinking right now. Yeah, nice beer. Uh, really hoppy Pilsner, we think. Yeah, yeah we only brew one lager. Uh, and if we're going to brew a lager, we, we wanted to brew something with uh, you know maximum flavor. Good bit of body there as well. But they're, uh, that's a really good showcase for um, New Zealand hops. So if you guys... Are uh, starting to experiment with some of the kiwi varieties. Uh, that's that's a beer that really showcases them. I think. What hops did you what use? Uh, the, the late hops in that beer are a blend of uh, Pacific Halifax from New Zealand and um, New Zealand Beef Sarts, or they're changing the name now to Mochueka. But um, yeah, it's a, a, roughly a fifty-fifty blend. Okay. What what what's the reason for the name change? The name change. I guess it's it's almost like uh, the the way things have gone in the wine industry that SARS is is uh, you know really allied to to Czech brewing obviously um, and the Kiwis uh, are either wanting to stand on totally on their own feet and change their their names to totally regional names or maybe uh. they've got some pressure from the Czechs I really don't know but uh, but they're changing it uh, at the moment but it's a beautiful hop to be SARS it's one of my favourites a regional thing I got you no Sean is that what we're going to find in most of your beers a lot of our uh, hops from Argentina. <laughs> and all from New Zealand. All New Zealand. I meant New Zealand, yes. Yeah, all, all, all from New Zealand. All, all our beers are from New Zealand. Are, are hops grown in Australia, or is that just... Uh... 
Yeah, hops no. are grown in Australia, mm. mainly uh, down the very south of the country in the island uh, Tasmania, which is just off the bottom uh, of the south coast of Australia. Mm. But, um, yeah, we, we're really happy and excited with the varieties that we're getting from New Zealand. We get them very, very fresh, um, and they're a real point of difference for us. So, uh, yeah. so we're using those uh, pretty much exclusively now. I see. Uh, a lot of organic hop growing in New Zealand, too. Do you care either way whether your hops are organic? Um, we do uh, care. We've experimented with some of the organic varieties in the past. Um, it was just a little bit of a consistency of supply issue. Um, the quality was great, um, but, but uh, the hops in the beer that you're drinking at the moment um, are not certified organic. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's it, so many good varieties uh, and, and new interesting varieties coming out of there all the time. Um, I've had a couple of small batches of experimental hops that haven't even got a name yet <laughs> to, oh. to play with recently. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a growing industry over there, I think, and some really interesting, uh, some interesting stuff coming out of there. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I want to get to know you a little bit better, but, uh, so that we can get to know Murray's a little better. I kind of want to know about your brewing history, and you know, were, were you always a brewer there in Australia, or do you have a past life? <laughs> I've got a, a definite past life. I'm, I'm relatively new to the commercial brewing scene. This is I'm in my sort of third year of, of commercial brewing. I've been brewing up here with Murray's for just on two and a half years. Um, but my, I've been a a keen, you know, obsessed home brewer since about 1990, really, um, okay. going back that far, and, and really just kind of, like with a lot of guys in the, in the craft beer scene internationally, I think, it just kind of took over my life, and I ended up cha- changing careers, and uh, I'm very glad that I did. That's great. I think a lot of people have the same uh, dream, so it's good, great you got to do it. Yeah, well, um, my background uh, was... Uh, as, a, well, as an academic, basically, I, I was finishing a PhD in Australian history and t- teaching Australian history at the University of Newcastle. And uh, strangely enough, teaching history wasn't as exciting as brewing good beer. Weird. So, uh, mm. Yeah, so, uh, I, I just, you know, I spent more and more time um, playing around with recipes and, and brewing at home and, and everything, like I said, to the point it pretty much took over my life. And uh, my uh, wife ended up saying, look, you know, when the opportunity came up, uh, jump at it. And, and that's what I did. Yeah, I guess if you're showing up to your history class to teach drunk or to talk about your homebrew, <laughs> it's time to move on. <laughs> you got a problem. Yes, it's, it's certainly smelling of beer at all times. Yeah, they just think you're drunk because you constantly stink like beer. You show up in black boots. <laughs> cut the class yeah, off yeah. early so you can go check your conical. Yeah. yeah small burns all over my hands. All over the <laughs> Interesting lift. The Aboriginals made beer, and I made a beer the other day. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> right. Now, how'd you get into homebrewing? Those are usually good stories. Yeah, basically it was through my father. Um, my, my father um, was sort of keen on on home brewing he used to do the old you know brewing in in plastic garbage bags in, in bins uh, at the back of the, in the shed um when i was growing up occasionally and um yeah once i sort of got to beer drinking age i suppose we started uh brewing together just in the shed we started out just brewing you know cooper's kitten kilo brews um like most australian home brewers do i can't speak for over there but the you know the, the kit scene here is huge um and cooper's really dominate that and you can and, just get that right at the grocery store, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. But yeah. every, every even sort of medium-sized grocery shop uh, carries some sort of small home brew section with, you know, usually the Cooper's kits. Okay. And, uh, so, yeah, Kit and Kilo Brewing is where I started and kept going with that for a few years. Um, did a few 
Brew on Premises Brews, which was unusual out here at the time. This is in the very early 90s. Um, with limited success, but it was the first time that I actually sort of played around with, um, you know, a- actually adding hops and, and experimenting with different yeasts and things like that. Before that, it was really, you know, pretty much whatever came in the tin. Uh, and it was before the internet, of course, so the, the information was harder to come by. You really needed to know someone who knew someone who knew something, if you know what I mean. Um, so, yeah, we just played around with Kit and Kilo Brews for a while and then... Um, Travelled Europe, um, and once I saw, uh, you know, the great beers of Belgium and uh, and Germany and the Czech Republic and places like that, um, that was when the, the beer bug really started to hit, and uh, just got more and more into it after that, I guess. Okay, that's the same 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 story as Doc. He was going to med school and. <laughs> he was studying uh, Australian historical <laughs> dentistry. Yeah, as you do. It's a weird thing. Yes, you it's do, a weird right. thing. <laughs> All right, so uh, you you get into commercial brewing. Then how? Uh, basically, I applied for a couple of jobs as assistant brewers, um, uh, and. Uh, Turned up with my beers, basically. <laughs> Sent my beer as an advanced... Uh, Your re- know, well, resume. Resume, yeah. Like, uh. Uh, it's sort of, yeah, the advanced army, if you like. Mm-hmm. You know, infiltrate the system. And, um, yeah, I, I, I had an offer from another slightly bigger brewery than here, um, than Murray's, initially. Um, that didn't quite work out. And um, the original head brewer here um, at Murray's, Graham Mahi, um, I'd been in contact with him a few times. He liked my beer and... Uh, I came up, uh, met him, spent some time just hanging out with him in the brewery, and, and kind of got offered a job from there. Okay. Now, someone already sent in a question. Uh, they were wondering what happened to Graham. Yeah, well, Graham's moved back to New Zealand. He's um, over there working on roads at the moment. He's, uh, <laughs> he's not actually brewing, but he's, he's, got a, he's got a few things in the pipeline. He'll be back brewing over there in no time, I'm sure. But, um, okay. Yeah, he was uh, a great bloke to work with. He's a big influence on me. And he's, uh, I mean, the, the Murray's has been running for um, three years, uh, or just on three years. Um, and uh, Graham was the original head brewer here. I started as assistant brewer here about two and a half years ago. So uh-huh. assistant to Graham. Uh, and then, yeah, Graham moved back to New Zealand about, um, I think it was late August or September, um, and I've been head brewer since then. Okay. So let me ask this about the Australian craft beer scene, just to get a feel for it. I mean, I think we kind of understand that it's a lot like our craft beer scene when it started, but I'm curious how, how people are reacting to craft beer in Australia. Is it a tough sell for you? Is it mostly people drinking, you know, light lager? What's the deal? Yeah, I mean, the pale, uh, you know, bland lager styles definitely still dominate here, uh, totally dominate. Um, I mean, even at the actual brewery here where I brew, we have a, a pub attached, um, and still the majority of beer coming out of the, the taps at the pub here would be uh, the, the bland mega lagers, if you like. But um, gee, in, the, in the two and a half years that I've been here, we've made some pretty, uh, not just Murray's themselves, but craft beer in Australia in general has made some pretty big strides. Um, uh, it's, I've really noticed it's gotten to be an easier sell, uh, particularly in the last six months. I think um, the, the consumer here is really starting to, to wake up to flavour in beer, basically. Um, you know, I can't say that we're suddenly going to um, you know, overturn the dominance of the big brewers, but it's, it's definitely changing. Um, 
and it's really been the last six to 12 months I've noticed um, a shift. Uh, and certainly, you know, when I go out to do festivals or I go to do tastings or um, even if I'm just turning up to a, a party or something and I'm bringing along some of our beers, mm. um, but there's a lot less resistance from guys who've never tried craft beer and there's a lot more... Um, acceptance of, of this beer, people are stopping using the term boutique for a start. Um, they're stopping seeing it as something that's only for only for the trendies, if you like. It's getting to be more and more accepted as something, you know, flavour in beer is a good thing and it's worth, it's, it's worth uh, exploring. So, yeah, I think, I reckon the next 12 months, uh, it's going to be a really interesting and exciting time for craft beer in Australia. Yeah, I've always hated the term boutique beers. This yeah, makes me feel like it. a pussy, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like perfume <laughs> or something. You know? Yeah. We've, we've tried really hard. We've fought the battle hard in the last three years against the term boutique beer, but it's it's really I don't know what it's like in the states so much, but it's set in big time here. It's it's uh, no, no, no. You, you, you say you come from a small brewery and it's oh you brew boutique beer, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I and I wear a thong, assless <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, chaps. <laughs> yeah. So is craft beer the preferred term there? Or is that, do you call yourself craft brewers? Yeah, Murray's Craft Brewing Company. That's that's who we are. Uh, we're definitely craft brewers. Not Murray's uh, Boutique Brewing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely not. No, definitely not. <laughs> now, how's the camaraderie among other uh, craft brewers here? I mean, here it's a real big uh, community. Uh, you know, everyone's working together and collaborating. Uh, do you find the same thing there? Yeah, probably uh, things are a little bit more um, isolated. There's a bit of a tyranny of distance with some of us. Um, I mean, probably the nearest craft brewer to me would be about uh, 300 kilometres away, I think. Um, oh, actually, no, sorry, 150. There's one at Port Macquarie now, I think about it. But a fair distance away anyway. So in terms of getting a critical mass of guys together all the time, um, you know, sharing ideas and so on, really the internet is a really important uh, feature there. But look, uh, there's a lot of guys um, that uh, I bounce ideas off and when, when you get to festivals in particular the festival scene circuit is really starting to pick up here um, and that's when the you know it's kind of as much as it is getting out there and getting the beers uh, out to the public it's also um, really big uh, you know networking sessions for the for the craft brewers around to get together and say good day and, and and meet and spend some time so okay you know I've, I've certainly um, that camaraderie is really important has been um, from day one and it's getting you know getting more so I think yeah, especially any any industry where you're kind of breaking new ground, you just need the support behind it. I think that's why uh, American craft beer has done so well. And that's how they spread the word here on craft beer, is through that same, you know, festivals and tastings. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, go ahead, Sean. Sorry. I was just going to say, the thing, too, I mean, I was talking about... Um Talking about uh, the isolation a little bit, I mean, uh, some of your listeners may not know, but we're actually uh, right out in, a, in the country in a village of 50 people here at <laughs> this brewery. Oh, um, it, we're, uh, when I say I'm, I'm uh, a distance from other, other breweries, I'm a distance from other civilizations almost. Right. It's, an, <laughs> it's an experienced pale of arm where the brewery is located, I can tell you. Your best customer is a dingo. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all the cattle over the back fence. <laughs> So people travel some distance to to have a beer at your place. Is that the case? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, where uh, I mean Sydney being uh, the the biggest city in the country, and that's the, the capital of our state here. Uh, we're about a six hour drive uh, or thereabouts if you get good traffic. Yeah, seven if you don't from Sydney. <laughs> good traffic. So we're a, we're a fair distance from from uh, from a big centre, you know. Um, and we're even uh, off, off a major highway. We're about thirty k's, thirty oh, kilometres on a little windy goat track of a road. So who yeah, planned yeah. this? Yeah, that's yeah. enough. I'm thinking, like, were you just trying to set yeah, yourself up of... for failure? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, 
you should try and get uh, ingredients in and beer out from here. I tell you, I've learned more about logistics and transport companies in the last two and a half years than I ever thought. Maybe I should do a PhD in that. Yeah, know. yeah, makes, makes uh, making beer seem real yeah. simple. It sounds like instead of buying another conical, the easiest part of the job, that's for sure. He's needing like a helicopter to get in and yeah. out of there. I bet the, uh, the the number two business in that town is hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to talk the owner into buying me a helicopter, but I don't know how I'm going. <laughs> now, I I do think it's a good question, though, of uh, why you started out there. Yeah. Why did they start the company so far out? Well, basically, Murray, uh, who's uh, the owner of Murray's Craft Brewing Company, um, bought the pub here. This, the, the pub that's attached to the brewery um, is a fairly famous Australian pub. It's, it's called the Pub of No Beer, uh, which is now does. We've got a brewery. <laughs> That'll draw them in. A, a kind of a, a, a really well-known Australian uh, country and western song um, by a bloke called Slim Dusty was the, the pub with no beer. It's sort of uh, it's one of those songs that have been kicking around for years. Everyone knows it. And this pub uh, was the pub that the song was was based on. Uh, the pub came up for sale. Murray was keen to start a brewery. Um, he has a background in this area of Australia. He grew up uh, nearby, and um, yeah, thought it was too good to be true, you know. But the pub with no beer, having a brewery out the back. So, uh, so basically, that's that's where he bought it and started the brewery. Okay, just lucky. <laughs> lucky, yeah. <laughs> Fell right into that one. Yeah. All right. Well, here's what I have to do. I got to take a quick break. Bevo, do you have a question first? I do. <clears throat> Um, when you move to Port Stevens, is everything going to move, including the brewery, or is that going to stay? At this stage, wherever? we're looking at moving everything down there. Um, there's some uh, possibility that we may keep uh, a brewery uh, on site here, but we're definitely the whole reason for the move is to expand a little bit. We're not going, you know, huge or anything, but we uh, we just need a bit more growth and a, and a bit. Uh, a bit closer access to population base and freight companies and things like that. Sounds like you've got a lot of room out there. Yeah. Yeah, we've got plenty of room. But, um, but those 50 people tank. are tapped out. They're like, I can't, <laughs> I can't buy any more beer that's from you, That's all they Sean. can drink. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a winery? <laughs> the, yeah, it's, a, it's an existing winery at the moment. Okay. Um, but um, they, they, they won't know what hit them when the brewery gets there, I can tell you. It's uh, a, bit of a, a bit of a change for them. But yeah, it's, it's a, Port Stevens is a really great location. Uh, it's near my hometown of, of Newcastle, um, which is sort of the next biggest city in the state to Sydney. And uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a great move. It's right on the coast there. We're, oh, nice. with more uh, more passing tourist trade, um, so we're getting more people through that way. But also, like I say, it'll just enable us to expand the actual size of the brewery and get more beer out um, around the state and around the country. Is your wife pissed off that you made her move out to the middle of nowhere? <laughs> She was initially, but she likes it up here now. I've got a couple of uh, daughters as well, and they've settled in really well, so they're almost a bit pissed off we've got to move back. Uh, <laughs> damn it. They've got 49 friends. <laughs> 48. Yeah. All right, Sean, i got to take a quick break, uh, if you can hang in with us. Um, no worries. Okay, good. Uh, so we're going to do that. We're going to take a real quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about this beer. Uh, i got the porter in front of me, so yeah. we'll talk about that. I used to. We got a, did you finish it already? Honey? Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get to the nitty-gritty beer talk with Sean Sherlock from Murray's. They're our first Australian guest, and happy to have an Australian craft brewer on the program. So stick with us. Get your questions to Bevo in the chat room. Hit the chat now button. Or call us, 888-401-BEER. Listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network.
What have you gotten out of a vial of White Labs yeast? WLP 001, Cal Ale, baby. 23, Burton Ale. 008, East Coast Ale. Cal Common, WLP 810. It's going to be WLP 400 with beer. I got a sweet hoodie for my vial. Huh? White Labs, your source for great brewer's yeast, would like to invite all homebrewers to join the White Labs Customer Club. Redeem your empty vials for great White Labs merchandise and products. Free yeast, glassware, t-shirts, baseball caps, sweatshirts, polo shirts, and you won't believe what you'll get for 5,000 vials. Members also receive a newsletter packed with White Labs updates and facts, interviews with professional brewers, brew your own clone recipes, beercook.com recipes, and customer club stories. The White Labs Customer Club. Save your vials and get in the club. White Labs. It's all in the vial. What's good for the earth, good for your body, and great for your brew? Organic Ingredients. This holiday season, the Organic Ingredient Experts Seven Bridges Co-op in awesome Santa Cruz, California, offers you the gift that keeps on giving to our planet. Sustainable, fair-wage ingredients to make the best organic homebrew you've ever had. There's a growing demand for organic products, and your choice to brew with them supports organic farmers worldwide. Brew organic, and you'll brew excellent beer that is free from chemical residues and genetically modified organisms, and you'll help contribute to a better world. If you're looking for organic ingredients, Seven Bridges offers a huge selection of USDA-certified kits and raw ingredients from 8 ounces to 50-pound sacks of grain, whole and pellet hops, and all the equipment you need. Seven Bridges, the organic homebrew experts since 1997. Visit www.breworganic.com. Mix me your 100-grain amber recipe, and I'm going to eat it. And then it can ferment in my gut. It totally works. The beer is almost identical to the grain sandwich. Your colon won't know what hit it. <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio. Thebrewingnetwork.com. Because like beer, radio it's a long summer way from your kindred and all By the campfire at night where the wild dingoes call I found pub with no beer for Murray's Is that playing constantly at the at the pub, Sean? <laughs> Near enough to it. Another one of the great reasons to move to Port Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his ears are bleeding right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life, was starting a talk about craft beer at a, at a festival uh, and uh, having that song to play me on, I can tell you. Oh, as, no. As, 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 an, as an old muser, I uh, played in the sort of the indie music scene in Newcastle in the early 90s, coming coming out to that was it was it was just a bad 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 experience that is embarrassing i take it all back i'll edit it out for you if you want (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible all right i mentioned the listening i think it's great i think it's great okay good (laughs) yeah all right 888-401-BEER that's our phone number if you want to ask questions to sean yourself or you can uh, join bevo in the chat room by hitting the chat now button and i do have some of your questions in front of me already um somebody you know had had a good question about what the regulation of beer is like there you know is it similar to the u.s i've heard you guys have some pretty intense taxation 
Yeah, we have very high excise laws, um, uh, excise regime. Basically, we have to pay uh, a high rate of excise up front uh, before the beer leaves our bonded area. So if I, if I you know, bottle a beer, uh, we bottle condition all our beers um, before any of that beer can leave the site, so it might take a fortnight in the bottle to condition. Um, if any of that, uh, before any of that beer leaves our site, we have to pay all those taxes straight up front, and that's uh, before we're then paying for freight and everything off-site. So, yeah, particularly for us when we're, we're brewing higher alcohol beers too, uh, the excise rate is on a sliding scale according to alcohol percentages. Um, so we're brewing beers um, up to 10% alcohol at the moment. Um, and a 10% alcohol beer, the excise rate on that is just horrendous. We're, right. we're paying, paying a, a lot of money. Um, and, yeah, basically that's, that's one of the reasons, I think, that the craft beer scene in Australia has taken a little longer uh, to... To really kick on than it has in somewhere like the states because because of that excess regime basically. Yeah, what a hindrance! I mean, some of the best beers are the ones that you can do nice and big, some Belgian styles, anything yeah. like that. So that, it's, that is a big detriment yeah, exactly. to you guys. And it's just that in some ways it makes um, it's made some Australian brewers a little bit more creative working um, within that structure. But then in other ways, it's really you know held people back. People that might have um, wanted to start up. Uh, and start small, um, but brewing you know big, interesting beers like we have. Um, you really need um, you know you, re- you need enough capital behind you to survive uh, getting the beer out to market because there's so many costs in front of you before you even get it there. And excise uh, really is one of them. So you know I, I uh, read stories about the U.S. craft beer scene, um, and I'm sure there's you know your, your craft brewers over there will disagree with me and tell me there's lots of lots of problems and so on. But it, it seems you know I, I look on almost in awe at the fact that you can uh, you can buy uh, the higher alcohol beers and so on over there um, for you know similar price to your standard alcohol pro- uh, products, uh, whereas it's a very big difference over here. Well, it goes from state to state too. There's some mm-hmm. states with some archaic laws too that really uh, come down on anything over you know six or eight percent beers. Yeah, a lot of that's changing, but yeah, yeah, but there's still some yeah, states that are like that. But you know, we don't have one of those states. It's pretty pretty good here in California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're lucky that Tasty brings us all his beer. <laughs> Lucky that way, All too. Strings. All drinks. So we're drinking your porter, just finishing it before moving on to your IPA. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, about the uh, the best extra porter. That was our winter seasonal this year. Um, so that, that's... Uh, I actually have no more left here at the brewery myself. It's all gone. Ah. But um, it was, I guess, loosely you'd call it an imperial porter style. Basically, it was a, a style that we had a bit of fun with here at the brewery, around 8% alcohol. Um, it's got a big... Um, a big whack of, of chocolate malt, uh, black patent malt, a little bit of roast barley in there as well. Um, and then you're looking a uh, little bit of dark brown sugar, um, which unusually for us, we actually added to the kettle during the boil. Uh, normally we add during fermentation uh, in the, the one or two beers that we're using sugar in. So we're actually hoping for sort of a bit of that winter warming effect. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how that beer turned out. What did you guys think of it? I'm, I think it's a, a really nice porter. I'm surprised to hear you say it's 8%. Yeah. That alcohol is very subtle. Yeah. No, it, I mean, we try to keep it hidden. With that particular beer, like I said, we actually um, 
by our, by our comparative standards, it's, it's more in your face, the alcohol. Um, we brew a beer here called the Grand Cru, which is a, a Belgian, loosely a Belgian-style triple. Um, and that beer at 8.8% really drinks more like about a, a 6% alcohol strength beer. It really hides the alcohol well. But um, they were very happy with how that porter turned out in terms of drinkability. So I think we could take away from that by Grand Cru for your girlfriend. Let's say a good first date for Good first date beer, because you, you, you don't know what hit you. <laughs> People get into trouble with that here at the pub all the time. Uh, they finish the night with a couple of schooners of Grand Cru and then fall down the stairs. It's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, uh, tell the brown sugar. You, you say you add the brown sugar because you're trying to get a warming effect. Okay. Uh, it's more the, uh, actually adding it in the kettle rather than during fermentation. Um, I see. So uh, usually we add, uh, it's really only the Grand Cru, the Anniversary Ale, um, and now this, uh, this best extra porter that, that we use sugar in. Other than that, they're all grain beers. Okay. But um, we, you know, usually we'll add uh, during fermentation, usually around day two, um, just to keep a little bit of the heat from the alcohol down. Um, but this particular beer, we thought, what the hell, threw it straight in uh, at the start of the boil. And it's still, you know, the fermentation um, was controlled enough that the um, the alcohol's certainly not um, not over the top. But, but yeah, at 8%, I think it drinks really nicely. Yeah. yeah. And what flavors do you get from brown sugar that you don't get from, you just say, using, you know, some regular cane sugar or something else? Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that I, uh, I think, you know, theoretically you might say that, you know, it's all simple sugar and it'll just ferment out, but I think the brown sugar definitely contributes um, some, you know, light sort of caramelly flavours to it. You really notice it in our anniversary ale as well. Um, that, that was the first beer that we used the, the brown sugar in, and using the dark brown sugar again um, accentuates that. So, But it, it's only a relatively small percentage too, so it's not a sort of a dominant flavour. Basically, it's just to keep... Uh, we use the sugar uh, a little bit uh, when we're talking about dark brown sugar, a little bit for those uh, caramelly flavours, but also mainly to keep the body of the beer under control. We want you know big beers, but drinkable beers. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's good balance in that one. Really nice balance in yeah. the quarter. That's a nice one. Yeah, it's very drinkable. Um, listeners are asking, of course, if your beer, any of your beer, beer is available in the U.S. Uh, not to my knowledge at the moment, no. Uh, we've dipped our tail into the uh, export waters in the sense that we've got a little bit of beer available in Singapore, um, and we're looking at getting some beer to Japan in the not-too-distant future. But the States, um, at the moment, we haven't um, haven't organised to get any beer over there, uh, except to you by the sound of it. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's totally illegal. Yeah. <laughs> and we're special. We're running our own... Uh, like prohibition ring over here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good. Midnight Express. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want before we talk? I've got your IPA here too. But since we've gone through a couple beers, uh, I wanted to ask about your yeast over there, and if you guys have a house yeast, or if you use a different yeast on each beer. No, we use um, different yeasts uh, for most of the beers. I mean, that um, best extra porter that you're drinking there um, is based on the 1028, um, the YS 1028. Okay. The um, yeah, Grand Cru we use um, and our Sassy Belgian Blonde which are Belgian styles that we're brewing uh, use the uh, 3787 and so it's mainly YS that we're using we do have a house blend for our other ales um, which I'm not going to give the two styles so they're two actual numbers away for our blend Okay. <laughs> basically um, they're British ale yeast we tend to go for the British ale yeasts in uh, you know, our pale ales, IPAs, that sort of thing. Again, there's a little bit of a point of difference. The, the American ale yeasts are great, um, but we just like a little bit of the extra character that we get from, from the British ale yeast. All right. How many barrels are you guys brewing a year? Barrels? I can tell you that we brew 1,200-litre batches. Um, pardon my ignorance, but how many litres to a barrel? Uh, 
15? 100 liters is 28, 28, 28 gallons, right? 58 liters in a barrel. No, half a barrel. Okay. That's half a barrel. Oh, okay. is it? Right, I'm going to have to yeah. get the calculator out. My head's hurting here. Uh, so 116. 117. 117. 117. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're 1,200 liter batches, and we brew um, sort of around three to four of those a week. Um, okay. And then we'd be looking, so you're looking, you know, uh, okay. over the 100,000 litres across the year. But it, the three okay. years that we've been uh, in existence, we've grown each year. So it's, it's hard to say exactly, you know, the, a firm number because each year we've basically doubled the, uh, the year before. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's exactly what you want to happen. Yeah. Yeah, well, and again, it's another another reason um, for uh, the development further south from here at Port Stephens. That, uh, that'll give us just that little bit of an opportunity to grow further. But a 1,200-litre system, um, you know, it's, it's a very small system, which which is great in some ways. It gives you a lot of freedom to experiment with, with styles and so on. Um, but, you know, once you, you start... Um, you know, wanting to supply a little bit of beer, especially once we start getting some some draft beer taps out there in different venues, that that's, uh, makes it a little challenging for me to balance to keep up with uh, to keep up with the orders. A good problem to have, though, I guess. Sure. Are you, you're the only brewer. <laughs> yes, that's correct. I got uh, Craig. Um, Craig Starr works with me here. He's a um, great bloke. Works on the bottling line. Um, helps. Um, you know, with the, with the packaging, getting the, uh, the pallets of beer out and so on, but he's not a brewer by background. So yeah, I'm, I'm it as far as brewing for Murray's at the moment. Okay. okay. Uh, tell us about the IPA that we're drinking over here. Yeah, that's our Icon Double IPA. That's, um, again, um, in, inspired by your uh, U.S. craft beer scene, basically. It's uh, inspired by the U.S. Um, IPAs and double IPAs, but it's got nothing uh, American in it at all. Oh, good. <laughs> it's all it's Neither does America. Pretty, <laughs> and we don't take it personally. <laughs> yeah. That's quite all right. Well, you know, basically everything that we brew, we, we try to... We don't brew stylistically pure beers of any kind. We, we try to tweak styles all the time. There's no... You know, I've, I've done the BJCT course, and, and uh, that's great, but um, with the BJC, BJCT would, uh, would not... Yeah, they'd struggle to find places to put our beers into their uh, their categories, I think, some of them. But okay. Basically, that beer there's got um, a mixture of British and German malts. Um, it's got your... Uh, uh, British ale yeast. Uh, again, um, that's our, our house blend, but uh, British ale yeast. And then you've got um, uh, the Kiwi hops and, and lots and lots of them. That's a really good fun beer to brew, that one. What are you picking up in this, Tasty, our resident IPA expert? <laughs> well, this is different than uh, a lot of the IPAs that I get. Um, has a great, uh, like a ho- uh, good hop flavor. Yep. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, Fruity hops. Why, why would you uh, use the uh, German malts along with the uh, English malts? What, what does the German malts yeah, give this beer? It's got some German uh, Vienna in there. Vienna, um, okay. Right. Yeah, so it's got some Vienna malt, um, and we also use German wheat malt in that. Um, but the Vienna malt in particular. So we we like uh, the key thing with that beer um, that we wanted, given the hop load in it, was uh, was a, a strong malt balance, uh, and it's also not as aggressively bitter as some of the US versions that I've tried. Um, basically, we've really um, gone hard with the late editions, so it's pursuing a sort of a hop flavour and hop aroma path rather than a, a hop bitterness uh, path. And, and the grains like the Vienna, um, uh, the caramel and, and the British Crystal that's in that are there to really you know, beef up the malt backbone and, and give it enough to carry that hop flavour. But you're, uh, it'd be interesting to know. I'd, I'd love to be trying it with you because I'd, I'd love to know how well it travelled to the US. 
um, I think the first thing with those sort of beers that uh, starts to dissipate is Hopperana, and I would imagine that the aromatics on that aren't quite as aggressive as they would have been when it first hit the bottle. Well, probably not as aggressive as then, but I, I would say it travelled well. Uh, are you picking up any kind of travel wear in this beer, Doc? No, not at all. Uh, you know, the one thing is is uh, that it's not our typical West Coast IPA. Yeah, but it, I definitely get this more English based. Right. Uh, but no, I don't get a lot of staling. Uh, I like the malt, yeah. the the malt balance in this. Um, maybe that, I think that's what you think when you say not our typical West Coast IPA. Um, I really enjoy the balance. So, and the hop presence is still there. I mean, it's it's a hoppy beer, but a sweet uh, backbone. Yeah, yeah, it's got a good beer backbone. I think that Vienna definitely gives it that. Yeah, well, that's that's good to hear. It seems to have traveled pretty well, and and that's really the point of the beer. Uh, we uh, the, the it's a real showcase um, for again some of these New Zealand hops. That's a, a blend of um, New Zealand Cascade and Pacific Halitau again, um, and we mash that. Uh, we sorry, we hop that all the way through. We actually um, throw some in the mash. Uh, we first word hop that. It's got a, a standard bittering edition, um, and then it's got huge light editions. Uh, enough light editions that I actually block the filter in the brewery before the heat. <laughs> wow. We can't squeeze any more hops basically into, into that batch of that beer uh, okay. in the current brewery. So. It is hopped all the way through, even a first wort edition, you say. First wort? Yeah. All you're missing is the hop back. Yeah, well, that's it. It's not hop back, that's it. <laughs> Sissies. Got, so our filter is almost like a reverse hop back anyway. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Unhops it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a listener had, had written in and asked what beers influence you. They wanted to know if there are other Australian beers that influence you, and then international beers too. Yeah. The, the beer that really influenced me, the, the Australian beer that really uh, definitely influenced me and changed my approach to brewing um, was Little Creatures Pale Ale. Um, that is uh, probably, to my knowledge anyway, it was the first commercially released um, Australian-American pale ale style. Um, and I, I hadn't been to the States, and I'd never tried that style of beer before. Um, and I remember trying that beer and just thinking, wow, where's this you know, great hop flavour and hop aroma coming from? Um, it was, uh, so that was a real eye-opener. It was my first real exposure to US Cascade hops, for example. Um, and you know, it's sort of almost as soon as I tried that, like a lot of other keen home brewers, everyone's immediately you know, rushing around trying to brew clone copies and, and come up with their own versions and, and so on. So yeah, definitely uh, Little Creatures Pale was a was a, a domestic brew that uh, influenced me a lot, um, and uh, I think internationally um, there's so many great beers. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's not a, a trendy beer if you like, but um, the Czech Pilsner styles, the um, Budvar and the uh, uh, Pilsner Urquell uh, were styles that really influenced me early on. Again, um, the the hop balance uh, and the hop aroma in those beers when I tried them in the Czech Republic. Um, was just a, a real eye-opener to me. And then the classic Belgians. Um, I remember trying um, Chimay Blue uh, for the first time in Belgium. I'd never tried. I didn't know beer could taste like that. This is back in the sort of early 90s. Yeah. Um, and just trying it, thinking, you know, wow, this is this is what beer can be. And, um, yeah, so I've sort of been, you know, chasing those those flavors ever since. And I'm very, uh, very happy working at a brewery where I can, you know, experiment using different flavors and so on. Um, and, and we brew quite a few Belgian styles here. Or styles, you know, beers influenced by Belgian mm. brewing. That's you know, probably a better way of putting it. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then the question that's really on everybody's mind is, uh, is the new ACDC album any good? 
<laughs> Little black I'm the guys. one to ask because I'm, I'm, I'm totally a Bon Scott ACDC man. I haven't listened to anything since. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would have been a more relevant question. Was pre Bon Scott or post Bon Scott? I mean. Yeah, no. Nah, once Bond went, that was that was ACDC over for me. I'm afraid. <laughs> All right. Doc's wearing the T-shirt. I had to put it in there. Yeah, I saw him last week. That was good. Yeah. You and every other 15 year old boy in Australia. Yeah. Was there a lot of hot 15 year olds there, Doc? Uh yeah. There was. It was um, not a bad place. Good. Uh, but the, it was a lot of a lot of hot 15 year olds with their uh, moms. With their hot milf moms. Yes. All right. Uh, Shat, did you have some questions uh, for Sean? Uh, actually, they're all getting answered. Okay, good. Cruising right along. Yeah, just making sure. Absolutely. Uh, a couple more listener questions for you. Um, someone, I guess, who knows your beer wants to know, what is, what's the whale ale? <laughs> the whale ale's um, uh, Belgian-style vit beer. <laughs> and uh, the new site of Port Stevens, um, Port Stevens is really well known for whale watching, basically. So uh, when we were trying to come up with a name um, for this beer, we called it Whale Ale. Uh, it's, a, it's, you know, it's really influenced by your, your Who Garden-style um, vit beers, but um, our, it's got a point of difference in that we're using, as well as the spices, we're using honey in that beer. Um, so, yeah, so it's basically a honey vit beer. Think of it that way. But that, that's the whale ale. It's only a, it's, that's a really limited release. So whoever, whoever knows about that really knows our beers because there's only been about uh, one and a half pallets of it out there so far. Oh, yeah, they've got yeah, a lot of inside questions exactly. for you. The same person, I guess, uh, has a bottle of your anniversary ale, too, and wants to know how long he should keep it for. Yeah, the anniversary ale... Uh, for those other than the person asking the question, <laughs> is uh, a big wheat and barley wine style. It's a really it's influenced by again U.S. craft beer scene, I guess. Um, it's a big uh, American barley wine style, but we add quite a lot of wheat to that recipe as well, um, both malted and un- unmalted wheat. Um, and yeah, the anniversary ale too. I reckon uh, in about another two years would be absolutely spot on if you've been keeping it well. Um, we we predict that beer will will age five to ten years. The anniversary ale's already got a bit over twelve months on it. Um, but uh, depending on on how hoppy you like to drink your beers, if you want that real uh, you know in your face hop hit, then drink the anniversary ales as soon as you get them. If you want to see some more complexity coming from the the aging of the beer, um, they're wood aged as well. They're, they're uh, the barrel-aged beers, so if you want to see some more of that oak coming through um, and some of the flavours really maturing and settling settling down, then, yeah, as long as they're stored well, uh, stored at a reasonable sort of temperature, not out in the back shed in an Australian summer, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I, I reckon give it a, give it another two years. I, I tried some oh, about a month ago, um, and it was tasting really good, but I think it could still do with some more celery. Okay. Okay. Uh, same lister wants to know uh, how long since you've had uh, a 4X Gold, a VB, or a 2E's Extra? I reckon, uh, I think VB would be two years ago. Uh-huh. These, are <laughs> all the, these are all the mainstream crap beers there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 4X Gold is, is not only a mainstream craft beer, but it's a, it's a lower alcohol version as well. So uh, it's, uh, and it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even have a happy ending then. Huh? <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're not good beers, not good beers. Uh, the only time I, I really drink those beers is if I'm stuck at the footy and there's nothing else to drink. So. I see. Foster's oil can is probably a stupid <laughs> question, right? Maybe they just take a bath in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another question from another listener. Uh, do people in Australia really hate people in New Zealand? 
turn it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if that comes from uh, our uh, expert Graham. That sounds like a loaded question to me. Yeah, it probably is. Australians love New Zealanders in the same way that we all love our little brothers. And if <laughs> that doesn't piss off every Kiwi <laughs> in the world, I don't know what will. <laughs> okay. How do they feel about you? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're uh, arrogant, annoying big brother, I'd say. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> Uh, another good question for you uh, from Must Be an Insider. They want to know when they're going to see more uh, Wild Thing Imperial Stout from you. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a really good question. I, I think we won't be brewing any more of that uh, until the new year. Um, that, that was a, a special release, basically um, sort of a, a brewer's secret stash, we called it. Uh, they just let uh, myself and Graham loose in the brewery to brew something uh, in a small batch that was a bit of fun. Um, and the Imperial Stout's what we came up with. Um, really, really happy with it. And the whole batch sold out in just over a fortnight. We were, we were amazed. Um, but yeah, that was, I think we'll probably be looking um, uh, around sort of March, April next year. Um, particularly if, once we get to Port Stevens, we'll actually be able to do some more of this small batch stuff on draft as well for people to come and try out the brewery. So, uh, in, rather than only in the bottle. But yeah, we won't be doing another release of that in a hurry. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be a few months away yet. Okay. A uh, listener would like to know if you would answer what yeast you use in the Sassy Blonde. Yeah, that's the YS3787. Um, and the key, in my opinion, with that yeast, having played around with it for a while here now in, in developing um, the Sassy over time, is uh, to pitch it uh, a, you know, a little bit warm. So uh, 22 degrees, I think, is a really good pitching temperature for that beer, uh, for that yeast. Um, if you, there's no point using a yeast like that if you're not going to encourage some of its, its you know, funky Belgianness. <laughs> so pitching it uh, too cool really discourages some of those flavours coming through. So we tend to pitch that around 22, um, and then we're not afraid to let that rise um, a little um, across the fermentation process. Okay. Okay. Um, here's another question. Uh, back to kind of the taxation and regulation. Um, someone had asked, what's the difference between the small breweries and the small wineries tax-wise? Are you guys taxing the same? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't give you the exact rates um, off the top of my head, particularly for the wineries. But basically, the small wineries have um, a tax break um, from, the, from the federal government. So that, that's why in Australia um, there's a lot more uh, small wineries than there are small breweries, basically. Um, there are, the government's encouraged people to move into the small winery, uh, small, small winemaking sector in a way that they haven't yet um, with with the small breweries. So I think it's called the WET, the wet tax, wine equalisation tax, there you go, that's the name of it. But basically um, it's to help them compete with the big winemakers. Um, if we had something similar, you know, I don't want to go all political on you here, but if we had something similar in terms of um, the small brewery sector in Australia, craft brewing, um, you'd see more craft breweries spring up overnight, I'm sure. I think what you need is a black president. <laughs> it's going to change everything. Yeah, we, yeah, well, we can only hope. <laughs> you won't have to do a thing from now on. <laughs> just hang out. You just you just live life, just man. Be cool. Go Wait for your check. You go hang out and you just do nothing forever. <laughs> That's life. That's how it is. That's how it'll be. That does sound great. Well, it sounds actually. like lost the most at Taylor's Arms, mate. Here at the brewery, this village of fifty people. Yeah. Uh, if anyone would like to learn more about what's going on with the taxation and that kind of unfair deal over there, it looks like I'm being given a website from a listener called uh, fairgocraftbeer.com.au, and it sounds like it kind of sheds some light on the different you know tax breaks that are afforded to wineries and not breweries. Yeah, and, uh, and those 
those guys have really started to put in some good work in the last uh, the last few months. It's been a longer campaign, but in the last few months they're really getting uh, getting it together to, to to make a push, to put some pressure on the politicians basically to to help us out. All we want is the same the same sort of break that the small winemakers get basically, uh, and that would just uh, see the see the, the craft beer scene here really explode. I think. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, one thing I wanted to mention about your beers, technically, uh, knowing that you bottle condition all of yep. them, uh, it was really consistently done, I thought. The carbonation, uh, yeah. on, on, none of our bottles were really more carbonated than the other. Uh, any tips out there for uh, consistent bottle conditioning? Yeah, that's great. That's great to know. Uh, we, I was, again, I was a little concerned with uh, the transport issue over to you guys as to how well they'd travel and how they'd been stored and all that sort of things. But by the sounds of it, they've gotten there in good good condition. No, they seem like they're in great shape. No, that's good. But yeah, I mean, we we again. Um, we try very hard to be as consistent as we can. We put a lot of, we do things, you know, the slow, difficult way here at the brewery all the time, uh, basically with, you know, the focus being on the quality of the beer. Uh, and we, we give our beers a light filter. Um, we don't, you know, filter them really hard so that they, uh, you know, you're stripping flavour and aroma from the beer, but just enough to, to basically clear them up. Um, and then we, uh, at our controlled dose of, of priming sugar, but we also add yeast at bottling, um, and that really, really helps. Um, I think if you if you're not filtering and if you're relying on the initial um, primary yeast strain, um, you know, look, it, it will work. It will carbonate the beer for you. But um, you know, in my experience, that can lead to uh, to various issues with the with the priming, and it can also lead to you know flavours in the beers that are undesirable. So, so I guess yeah, filtering um, and only a light filter, um, adding yeast to priming, and then being uh, you know, keeping good records and being as good and as consistent as we can. Is it a, a are you are you adding a separate bottling yeast or is it the same yeast yes, you use for? Yeah, we, okay. we add a, a bottling strain uh, again, a, a blend. Um, basically, we. We played around with different um, different yeasts uh, for for the bottling strain to come up with something that would contribute as little flavour um, and aroma as possible, um, and that would stick like the proverbial to a blanket at the bottom of the bottle. You know, uh, really, if if someone chills their beers down and pours them in one hit from the bottle, they really shouldn't be getting too much uh, yeast from the from the sediment in the bottle, um, and that's what we wanted. So it's it's a, it's a different product to some bottle conditioned beers that that really you know encourage the, the, the cloudy appearance and clouding up. We really, really wanted our beers um, to be to present as clear as possible, um, but you know with the advantages of bottle conditioning in terms of you know longer term storage and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, you've done well because uh, the conditioning was was just fine. Yeah. yeah. On all these beers. Right, Conditions good. were perfect. <laughs> we'll be finishing our 12-pack, you can be sure. Probably tonight, even. <laughs> and, you know, even with Chad pouring them, they were pretty clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like, careful, Chad. I think they're all uh, they're all bottle conditioned. All right, juggle, juggle, juggle. <laughs> but, yeah, they came out nice. What they haven't, uh, yeah, they, if they weren't uh, juggled enough by the time they got to the U.S., I mean, there's nothing you could do to them, <laughs> I don't think. Good point. I don't know. You haven't met Chad. <laughs> yes. Okay, nice. <laughs> All right, Sean. Well, listen, I want to thank you for coming on the program, and you can be proud to be our first Aussie. Yeah, I'm, look, thanks for having me. I'm very proud to be the first Aussie, and I, hopefully not the last. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, so, um, Jay, Bevo, you're going to flash? Yeah, Bevo wants to flash us. All right, Stop Bevo! I'm just trying to get your attention because Chad wants you. Oh. And the only and way I can get your attention is to draw attention to my breasts. <laughs> Wow. Good point. Uh, keep it up. It works. Got that right. uh, if only this wasn't right yet. Exactly. Uh, Chad, did you have a question? Well, we always try to get a recipe out of everyone. So, uh, Oh. 
Maybe you had a recipe kicking around for us, Sean, for our listeners. Yeah, I, well, I was thinking about this, um, and uh, yeah, I've got a, a recipe for a, an India black ale style. So basically, a India uh, ink, a, a hoppy but black style. All right. Um, how do you want this recipe to come through? Just, just read it out kilo by kilo, or what? Yeah, go ahead. The, people can convert kilo it. Or, but what size batch? Or per, by percentage? Yeah, well, uh, I scaled it to a 23-liter batch. 23-liter, okay. 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 Looking, five um, I've, I've done, the, done the maths on a, a basically a 72 to 75% brew house efficiency. Okay. It's, um, yeah, again, um, using the British and German malts, um, Use about six kilos of Marisota pale malt, about half a kilo of uh, the German pale wheat malt, the wine and pale wheat, a half a kilo of um, wine and Vienna malt, about uh, 400 grams of uh, Carahel, 200 grams of uh, the British Crystal, Crystal 145, again using Baird's Crystal there. And then 150 grams each of uh, Fawcett's uh, black malt and Fawcett's chocolate malt. Um, and in that, I'm, uh, I you know, recommend people play around with their water a little bit too, depending on that. And this is really hard. I mean, water, water profiles are so different elsewhere. But um, when I've brewed this, I'm adding some calcium chloride, um, some gypsum, and some chalk, as well as a little bit of a uh, little bit of lactic um, for the mash water. Okay. But, um, so that's, that's your grain bill. Um, and then, again, I was playing around with mash hopping in this beer, so I'm adding uh, about 20 grams of New Zealand Cascade and um, 20 grams of Pacific Halatau as a mash hop, adding uh, then around um, 27 grams, to be exact, <laughs> of Super Alpha, which is another Kiwi bittering hop, but that's a 60-minute that's a, a addition, so boiling for 90 minutes here. Um, adding um, around um, 25 grams each of the Pacific Halatau and the Cascade um, as a 15-minute before flame-out addition, then adding uh, 50 grams of the Halatau and 60 grams of the Cascade uh, at flame-out, and then dry-hopping with uh, 30 grams of each at about three days into fermentation. And with that, I'm using the um, London Ale, the 1028 Y-East pitching that around sort of 20, 21 degrees just to encourage a few little esters in there but nothing too over the top. So mashing around 67 degrees. Um, and yeah, that, that beer I've, I've brewed a couple of times and um, it's got a, a really aggressive uh, hop profile to it, uh, hop flavour and aroma, but not, again, over the top with the bitterness. Um, but there's enough uh, from the, the uh, chocolate malt and the black malt that it uh, really comes through with those roast grain characters, and it just looks absolutely sensational in the glass. Uh, sounds good. Really, really yeah. deep red. So That sounds really good, actually. Chat, you should brew that for us. <laughs> Game on. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I, wish, I wish I had a glass of it right now, to be honest. You're sitting there talking about drinking all this porter and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here in the middle of the day in the brewery gagging for a drink. <laughs> yeah, what time is it there? Yeah, about oh, half past one, something like that, I think. Oh, uh, that's... It's time for a beer. Early afternoon, anyway. So, yeah, I've got to go out and set up to brew tomorrow just after finishing speaking to you. So. I'm sure there's some quality control that needs to be done. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's done this afternoon or tonight's the issue. We'll I see, see how we go. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. 
All right, Sean. Thanks a lot. I'm real happy to talk to you. I hope we get you on again sometime and uh, just talk more about beer with you. I appreciate you uh, making time for us. No worries at all. Thanks, guys. And uh, big uh, say good day to all the guys on Aussie Homebrew. They've been a, uh, a great forum and a great uh, a great bunch of blokes to uh, get to know uh, at the Australian craft beer level over the years. So, uh, anyway, great. A few of them are out there uh, listening, hopefully. Anyway, see you guys. All right. Cheers, mate. Thanks. There you go. Uh, there's Sean from... Uh, don't hit the mute button on yourself yet. Uh, that's Sean from Murray's. And uh, I don't know, it's kind of fun having our first uh, Aussie on here. I always like when we break new ground on the program. Yeah. You know, JP? Hang on, say it again. Of, he's, breaking, he's breaking a lot of new ground down there. I feel like we went back in time there to the craft beer industry. Sort of yeah. Did like a time shift kind of thing. A new. Or just starting out. But I just don't get it how uh, they picked. The place out in the middle of nowhere with 50 people around. I know. If we build it, they will come. Yeah, it was a weird spot. They win like, all kinds of awards. I mean, they're, yeah, they're taking on some of these big guys in these big cities. Yeah, they're making their chops in a small place, and I guess yeah. they're upgrading now. So. I bet you're allowed to shoot guns out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. In their area. <laughs> Nobody at each other. <laughs> I bet you're allowed to shoot at your friends out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, you took my beer, you blame It's weird how much he sounded like, what's his name when he first came on? Charles Schultz. <laughs> yeah, Charles Schultz. <laughs> yeah. What now? Uh, I don't know. No, oh, that thing you did. Never mind. Oh. Uh, the dead guy. We got to take a dump, Bevo? <laughs> she, she's taking her that? pants off, man. Be quiet. Oh, oh, she's... oh that is dirty. Check on the dick. Oh, you, you've said it, Crocodile Hunter. That's it, why we don't have a the, Bevo uh, cam, right? Yeah. Go put it on the go put it here. Wait, cam. Hold on, hold on. No. You... Bevo just put oh. our... Uh, Bevo's going to do something dirty, but nobody can else can see it. Darling, but we're going to talk that about it on the air. That scarred me. Well, I, let me describe what it was. Uh, she took our penis tap handle and, and, and protruded it out her zipper so that she, as Doc so poignantly remarked, became a chick with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And see, Doc, you, you pay money to see that on the web, but you can see it here for free. For free, yeah. Well. Yeah, but I like to pick and choose, you know? <laughs> Sorry, I just... I've been wanting to do that for a taking while. The, uh, <laughs> taking the cold medicine again tonight, people? No. No? no. That's all me. <laughs> no. Oh, you? Wow. I'm just fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you got any left, though? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know to bring that stuff with you. But, you I know. didn't, but... Figure that out. Sorry. Get with it. Yeah. Raid your mother's medicine cabinet while you're at it. It's a good place. That's where everybody starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's... I wonder if my grandma's going to have a bunch of leftover pills. Uh, you better get, yeah. over, get over there before the, everybody else does. Can't take them with the, you. Get there before the cousins. Yeah. yeah. Take an empty suitcase. It's so nice you flew all the way from California. What I are know. you doing with all your grandma's uh, uh, prescriptions there? She's moving in with me. <laughs> got to, yeah. Got to set up camp. Something to remember her by. Yeah. All right. We got more to do today. We're still, uh, don't forget about our conical donation giveaway. I'll remind you about it when we come back. You can go to justin.tv slash brewing network and see the prize. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit of Jamaica Mon with Shat when we get oh, back. He's got yeah, some beer ingredients yeah, to talk come about. Donate for the con. Stick with us. It's the session. We'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Can, can, tasty. Can, 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 tasty. Tasty can, tasty, tasty can, tasty, 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 tasty. 
really changed over the years. Well, Sean O'Sullivan, the brewmaster and co-founder of the 21st Amendment Brewery and Restaurant in San Francisco. Fifteen, and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. No, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way. You had to be to twenty-four. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks. I just failed versus oxidation. Our party is fracked. Doug's the only one left, and his beer is a Berliner Weiss. What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart Y-Yeast 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator yeah. <laughs> i mean your friends will look at you with awe, and it's just hot it is it's so super hot <laughs> the, the home of live beer radio because like beer radio shouldn't suck you're listening to the session If you think it's bad what we do on the air and talk about, you should hear what we talk about off the air. Off the air. Oh. Yeah, Justin was just had to get off the air and go drop the kids at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Duty calls. Uh, Poor guy. I had to take the Browns to the Super Bowl, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> we should uh, provide a membership, a paid paid access to, uh, we'll just keep the mics on all the time. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, yeah. But only for paid. Certain, certain feed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, JP was real excited at the break. He was asleep. A good dude. I wasn't sleeping. I was just practicing. Yeah, here's <laughs> when I get home. Checking yeah. out the inside of his eyelids. Yeah. I got a lot of fun things happening right there. Well, I think Shat's about to get us all shat-faced. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some thangs here. Yeah, I'm on. 
Brought a bunch of rum home. Yeah, where'd you get this here rum? You go down to the corner store, you get it off the Duty back of free truck. shop in the airport. Ooh. Montego Bay. I'm my own duty free shop now. So you pay more for <laughs> it and then take it off the, the other end with the duty free? Like yes. that one, JP? Yeah. Actually, it's cheaper. Well, of course yeah. it is, but if you no. can find it in town, probably cheaper, too. Chad wouldn't find yeah. a, a small distillery, small local, you know, he just got it at the airport. It's like giving your, it's like, what did you bring me, Daddy? Well, I bought this, I was telling uh, John Palmer, I was dropping him off, he's like, yeah, the, the kids will want to know what I got. I was like, just get him a, a magnet that says Oakland from yeah. the airport. Yeah. Get him an eight ball. That'll work. We want something yeah. Oakland authentic. Here's a Mac 10. Yeah, here's a nine millimeter yeah. and an eight ball. It's got a couple. It's got a couple bodies on it, but uh, but I got a real good price. <laughs> That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. Don't let the secret out about Oakland now. Come on, you'll spoil it for everybody. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah, worry, that's pre conference stuff. Part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Marriott pre- is the good part. The pre conference stuff is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's like Denver. When the, <laughs> and when at the, least 10 feet around it. Yeah. When I, the DNC came, it's just, you know, they cleaned up the streets a couple months beforehand. and I promised to get a bulletproof bus for the uh, for the beer tour before the park. Can we put some bars on there? They'll think Can we put the seats way back and cruise with some spinners? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, you're protected if you have spinners. You, you don't need bulletproof. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're in. You're on the right side. Yeah. yeah. You're going to eat that in here, aren't you, Bebo? Yep. Mm-hmm. On the mic. Not even turn your mic off. <laughs> what you got? I chew with my mouth closed. Yeah. All right. Before we get to uh, these interesting more. new beer drinks we have from Shat, don't forget we are doing our more beer conical <laughs> donation giveaway. We've got a brand new shiny seven and a half gallon conical to give away. It is shiny somebody. too. Wow. Donate and, uh, for the cone. Yeah, you just got to donate a little bit. It's a raffle that we're doing here. Uh, it's a donation giveaway is really what it is. Um, so for $10, you get your name in once. For 20 you get your name in three times. And you have until next Saturday. Just until sounds Saturday like a raffle. Midnight. Just does, it just sounds like one, but it's not really no, a raffle. Uh, no. It's a donation giveaway. Exactly. And uh, we're going to pick a lucky donator uh, to win this. It retails for, what is it, uh, 500 bucks or something, JP? 500 bones on this thing. But you could get it for a $10 raffle ticket or three raffle tickets, um, three we're, donation we're trip, giveaway trip tickets. Your chances. For, or $500 worth of raffle tickets. for What? Yeah. For twenty dollars, well, I didn't. I didn't even. Did anybody else get that? Yeah, I did. Oh. You could spend five hundred bucks on raffle tickets, and or you could just then go you, buy one. Then you have a better. No, oh, then you have a better chance of winning. I if you buy five hundred. True. I now I'm with you. Twenty dollars gets you three. Ten gets you one. Just hit the donate button on the donate page. It's a one time donation, and uh, you know it's really it's a good it's a good chance and uh, it's a good cause. It's for me to eat. Bevo's trying to think. But here. then you could also lose, and then you'd just be stupid. Okay, can you turn her mic off, please? I'm just saying. Hey, there's some people that think that. Hey, yeah. a lottery ticket, you're stupid. Or, I'm just saying. You know, raffle saying. tickets, you're stupid. I'm it's a donation, so you won't feel but stupid. It's a donation in the studio. So, yeah, stupid. So then I encourage you to do it, but... She was just saying. You're not I'm allowed to saying. beat her up if you say, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Thank you, Justin. Who's, who's picking the winner? I don't know who forgot the rules. I, I know, right? I didn't know the rules. You don't know the rules of I'm just saying? No. If you say I'm just saying, it it washes away everything you said. Oh. It takes away all offense. Like if I said I wanted to stab you in the balls with this fork and then followed it up with, I'm just saying, nobody could be mad at me about that. Yeah. it's. I it, wouldn't be mad at you about that either. I'd, <laughs> or if you I'd, said everybody wants to stab him in the balls. I'd pull out just the, saying. I'd pull out the Greek blanket and say, there you go. <laughs> Have yeah. at it. Uh, the Greek blanket? <laughs> what is, what's the Greek blanket? I don't blanket? think I even want to know blanket. what that is. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> like some kind of girdle? It's on Urban Dictionary, man. Look at <laughs> Up. Yeah, okay, I'm with it that. It sounds yeah. awful, the Greek, the Greek blanket. blanket. Oh, yeah. it has something be- to do with spreading your sack across her face, I'm sure. Yeah, it. well, it's, you know, when you, when, you get, when you get cold, you know, camping, 
Yeah. And you don't have a face protector? <laughs> you use a Greek blanket. You use a Greek blanket. <laughs> I'm not going camping with JP. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll cancel our reservations. Wow. All right, so just go to the donate page. Ten bucks gets you one cent. And don't forget, if you're a recurring donator, um, you're, you're already you're, in. You're, you're already in. in. You're in. Yeah. And you'll be in on every uh, donation giveaway that we do. We'll be doing one a month now from now on. So just a great way uh, to get you guys some cheap stuff, some stuff that wouldn't be cheap for cheap. All right. You know, all thanks to beer, beer, and more beer. The the good folks at morebeer.com. Or if you like coffee, it's morecoffee.com. Yeah. Or if you like wine, it's morewine.com. No, it's just morebeer.com. Hey, what was this thing about me giving away my beer? Yeah, uh, that's for the the, uh, the the ugly ornaments. Oh, yeah. If you send us yeah. ugly ornaments for our ugly Christmas tree, uh, the winner, the ugliest ornament, uh, which my mother will decide. She is the judge on the ugliest ornament. Um, she's she certified? Well, look at me. She's, <laughs> she's probably certifiable at this point. Yeah. Ow! Um, and, uh, yeah, the ugliest ornament's going to get uh, a 12-pack, I guess. <laughs> No, we're up to 12 packs. A bigger. random uh, brewcaster of beers. A couple beers from Tasty, a couple from Doc, a couple from Jay-Z, and a couple from Shat. And we might throw, if you feel like playing Justin Roulette, <laughs> we'll unlabel them all and put one of mine in there, too. <laughs> we should make Bevo Brew and send that in. That's no. a sore subject. Don't bring that up. Oh, now you just got Yeah, shit. Chad, why don't we do that? Oh! <laughs> How was Jamaica? I was here not brewing. <laughs> I'm just saying, Chad. Now you can't. I'm me just up, saying. Ah. Thanks a lot, JP. Ju- I was just saying. What a dick. I was only talking. <laughs> Chad's brewed with everybody on Earth except for Bevo. We had a yeah. scheduled brew date, and he went out of town. He stood you up. Oh, on the. Did you show up? No, I called him, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I'm in Sacramento with my cousins." Blah blah blah. Tag team in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. What? High five. That was, that's kind of douchey, Shat. You just forgot about it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when we first planned it, he's like, I got you in my calendar. I got it. I got it. Oh, the, the infamous, I'm all over that. <laughs> you've been Sorry. in California too long to start <laughs> okay, California people like, like that. And I still think you look like you've lost a little weight. Thank you. Oh. Just saying. As I shovel pizza yeah. in my mouth. I think, yeah, I think you guys should make out for that. Just saying. Uh, All right. Wow. wow. What'd you learn in Jamaica, Mon? Uh, just to relax. <laughs> Chill, That's man. mostly what I took back. You worked like too hard, really Chad. A, like you're a, a real you you got to do a little more of that. You just, learned just that? chill. Chad, listen yeah. to me. Just chill if back, Mon. If there's anybody in this room that needs to chill less, it's you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I always thought uh, you, you know, you'd suffer from high blood pressure or <laughs> some sort of hypertension bullshit or something. Uh so no. now you're going to fall asleep an hour earlier every night. Exactly. At 5.30. Yeah. It's no problem. <laughs> and you can't hold it against me, man. That's right. No problem. <laughs> Just life. saying. Chill back, man. Just chill out, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's amazing down there. I mean, the island was beautiful. Um, did have a chance to uh, talk to... We had an actual uh, cook at our villa. Everyone had their own villa, and our cook was just awesome. She was talking about, you know, what do you guys like to eat back in the States? Uh, what do you drink? What do you pair it with? So she was very open to um, talking recipes. And so we talked about jerk chicken, which is one of my favorites, you know, while I'm down there. Because you're a jerk? So oh, I had, had to do good that. Good one. Um, so anyway, it's uh, pimento or allspice wood um, is the main... Ooh. <laughs> He's getting hot now. I'm chilling. <laughs> chilling back. Just you know what? Jamaican berry white. Nah. Yeah. You know what? I can finish. When this. you land in Jamaica, this just starts playing in your head. This is Something one of the, the greatest bass lines ever put on tape. I could finish my story right now, but I need to relax just more. Chill, man. It's no problem. In a girl 
If you can't chill to that bass, you're white. Yeah, my wife could be screaming at me and Turn listen to this. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, baby. Keep it coming. I went to Jamaica on an aeroplane. Yeah? What happened then, Ma? I got off the aeroplane and I was not crying. Hey! Uh-huh. And I went through the main town. Looking for black molasses women. Can I just tell you this is my favorite part of the show? <laughs> oh, we're still rolling? Oh, gee. Oh, God. Uh, is that all you did the whole time, Shat? That was it. Played golf and <laughs> had the morning tea. Wait a minute. That was it. Yeah, golf. that's it. Yeah. Dodging knife attacks. No. Did you burn and loot? No looting. <laughs> A lot of burning. Yeah, more burning than looting. Yeah. <laughs> Looting my mind. <laughs> of everything valuable. Yeah. You know what's awesome about Jamaica? Cuban cigars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they smoke like firewood. Oh. <laughs> I think we spent about $1,000 on Cubans this week. What? Yeah, really? Seriously. Really? And cigars, too? Cohibas? C- Cohibas. Um, yeah, you name it. I mean, they had everything. Um, you go into the store. They had a little shop, like, right at the villa. And it's like 80 bucks a cigar. And we didn't really oh. pay attention because, you know, uh, we're You're just all saying, time. It's, you know, it's a wedding. We're like, oh, let's go get some cigars. So we you grab like $80 on a cigar. Yeah. You're a douche. Well, all you do is sign it away to like your villa. You know, you just sign it. Oh, like give you a bill then. if you want to see it. But we're just like, no, you know, no problem. <laughs> we don't want to see it. <laughs> 12 cigars, 365 bucks. Woo! Yeah, you guys got F'd in the A. And we got those little like bu- the box of Cohibas, the little ones, cigarette yeah. size. Oh, those are so good. Those are good. Man, Especially in the morning. They saw you guys coming a mile away. I was oh. smoking those uh, in Europe because you can oh. get there too. And those little <laughs> Cohibas are very nice. So nice. Oh. When I was in uh, Amsterdam, I wanted uh, some Cuban cigars and uh, I went to the huge cigar shop. Mm. Uh, Cubans. Oh, right this way. And he takes me to the back. And this huge, it's got this own humidor with just, it's like two stories of uh, uh, Cubans. In wow. There. It was, oh. Where'd they put the cigars? It was, yeah. That's awesome. It looked like a big uh, mahogany library in there. Which just, mm. I still have Cubans for us, you know, that a listener Whoa. sent us last year. Those are probably dried and... You have a humidor. It's in the fucking humidor. Are you keeping the humidor? Are yeah. you keeping the thing moist every month? Yes. You're filling it up. Yes. I don't believe you. I don't care if you believe me or not. I'm you not giving a you a humidor? Cuban then. Yes. I think the same listener who bought us the uh, Cuban sent us the humidor. Oh. It yeah. came unmarked. I'm just assuming because they came right around the same time. But uh, which came first? They're they're good to go, man. You ever have a Cuaba? Monte Cristo? Anybody smoke cigars in there? Yeah. No? Cuaba. No. Oh, I think so I've had one. That's my new favorite. Is it? Yeah. So anyway. Talk about this spice you were starting to talk yes. about. Yes. So Jamaican jerk spice. It's basically uh, made with an allspice uh, wood. So they'll basically smoke it, you know, with this wood. Um, and allspice is basically um, pimento. Um, like the little red things in olives? They're <laughs> guy in there. <laughs> uh, I can't answer that. Uh, Those are pimentos, aren't they? I, they, they are, are right? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Was that a dumb question? Okay, so it's a pimento tree. What's the difference? Yeah. Well, like an allspice tree, a pimento um, tree, is basically you're going to have like little fruit, dried fruit, and that's basically um, like cinnamon and um, just nutty flavors. Okay. Um, little spice. 
Um, but basically, jerk seasoning, jerk spice is made up of uh, like Scotch bonnet peppers along with garlic, pimento, um, the allspice. Little JP. Yeah, little JP. Did you bring any back with you? Uh, I did not, but you can get it. You know, overseas, okay. anywhere. So okay. Um, but anyway, this pimento wood, this all spice wood, I'd like to use it in a beer, maybe as like um, an oaking yeah. stage. Um, eight, yeah. So maybe like an IPA or a pale ale. Remember, um, I forget the brewer we had on. He did Shea. the black pepper. Oh no, um, the black pepper beer. Furthermore, okay. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So maybe something along those lines, because um, it would have a little spice bite to it. Exactly. Yeah. Where, where would you get this wood? Um. That's what I, I need to research. Um, you can also just buy the you know jerk seasoning or like a pimento type seasoning and maybe get the same effect. Hmm. Maybe do like a Gruet Kolsch, something like that. So um, if you were going to use a seasoning like the spice directly, mm-hmm. where would you put that in the beer? Where, where, where in the process would you... I don't know what the spices are like. Um, uh, well, generally at the end of the boil. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, it, you know, it's... If they're peppery... It, it's not going to matter that much. Right. But uh, if they're very aromatic, you're right at the end. And I would think you would need a darker... It uh, is I mean, aromatic. Very I'm, aromatic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like a Belgian, like a dark strong or something like that for, for that kind of something. spice. Because, I mean, the jerk chicken, jer- jerk spices in general, uh, they're kind of... It's like a sweetness, right, Jed? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've only had the Americanized mm-hmm. version. I haven't had it, yes. you know, from the motherland. But uh, <laughs> I think Chad should be called sweetness. Oh, I like midnight better. <laughs> I really do. Midnight sweetness. Oh. <laughs> Midnight sweetness. It's like afternoon love. Yeah. <laughs> Early sweetness. morning stickiness. <laughs> uh, yeah. so you know what I mean? Like, I don't think, a, I, I think uh, maybe a paleo might be too uh, conflicting flavors because there's a, that sweetness that I don't know if it would it would work well with a hot. So maybe like a wheat beer yeah. or a Belgian wit, something like that. Did I not just say like a darker beer? Oh, I'm sorry. God. Well, I'm out of here. Uh, but uh, if you can find uh, you know, relax, the wood Jay. to age it on the wood, that'd be different. Oh. Be a lot different. I just learned to relax. Yeah, chill out, man. Cheers. I think it would be different. Yeah. I really want to try it. So if you can, if can import the wood. the wood and not have the agricultural <laughs> department on your ass for yeah. bringing okay, stuff into the country, you should. You just said import wood ass. <laughs> Say what again? In just, the same sentence. Just get a mule. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. Seen that show on the... It's like, yeah, how much wood could you stick up your rectum and <laughs> bring like, it in the called, country? It's called Locked <laughs> Up Overseas. Me. Whale Wars? No. No, Locked Up Overseas. It's like oh, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah it's they just get, little stories of these mules that, you know... It's these guys get roped into it. kids that are like... They yeah, get roped into it by some chick down there, and next thing they're in jail. Can you bring this across for me? I'm, I I, I got to go somewhere. $10,000. We can do it. Come yeah. So just have somebody put a sack of wood up there. Yeah, a handful of cubes. Might be able to do that. Baggage. I'm Frecht sure you can. I'm Frecht sure you, you, you damn can, near killed them. You can go online and and uh, you know find all that kind of shit on the internet. You know, I'm sure they do a legal transaction. You know, yeah, yeah, maybe. So it's supposed to be really you know cinnamony, uh, nutmeg, and clove. Mm. The actual dried fruit. Get us some. You know, we'll talk uh, allspice. Well, so, I, bush I gotta cream. say it was a r- really well uh, thought out plan. <laughs> hey, we'll we didn't want to import a bunch of stuff. And <laughs> he's got to be able to write nothing. this whole yeah. thing off That's how they somehow. Do it in Jamaica. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's um, told you to learn to relax, didn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not really too mo- too worried about getting the wood. Oh yeah, when do you want to make that beer? Uh, whenever. Near my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm going to China tomorrow. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> I forgot the wood. Shut up! Shut up! I spoke more than I should. What were you drinking while you were over there? 
Ooh. Got some new drinks brought back. Boar's blood. So a lot of rum. Shitload of rum. Right. Um, a lot of overproofed white rum. We made this drink called Steel Bottom. So a steel bottom is basically... What you better have if you go downtown. <laughs> <Pretty much>. yeah. <laughs> if you drink the water. <laughs> I was thinking... Uh, so... Enter, not exit. Oh. <clears throat> so you go out and play golf, and uh, they give you a caddy. Is that part of the drink? No. <laughs> okay. So my caddy, I go out... He's a bartender too, right? Two bars caddy. Oh, they're, they're everything. They're everything. And oh. it's funny about Jamaica. Like, everyone has, like, their own people that they, they use. So, like, let's say you talk Slaves? to the gardener and you go, hey, you know, so I, I want to learn about making a good drink or something. Oh, well, you need to talk to Charlie. You know, that's, he knows everything about Charlie that. Charlie Hey, I, I want a carving. Oh, that's Willie. You got to talk to Willie. <laughs> then you go and talk to, like, maybe Sharon, and you go, Sharon, I need somebody, Sharon. you know, that carves wood. Oh, yeah, Terry, he's the best on the island. My Everyone's da- got, like, their favorite that does something very well. My dad's so a carve your wood up real good, man. Well, it's funny because some, part of the group that we went, that went with had a rental car, and they pulled up to the place to check in. As they're, they're backing up, they're being, you know, kind of backed up by somebody of the staff. Uh-huh. Backs right into like a pole. Yeah. I mean, he's like waving them back. Oh. <laughs> Within a half hour of them getting to the villa, somebody's at our door going, oh, I repaired that for you, man. No problem. $170. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like everyone's got these little scams going on. Everyone yeah. uses their own little favorite people. Yeah, you know, that, was like, a, that was in their Irish, too. They're real loyal. Right there. Not me, but they did, yeah. How about you'll repair it because your fuck up front made me back into a pole? Exactly. But, you know, they're going, oh, no, man. Not me, man. Not my fault. You know, like, it's, it's uh, crazy. It's, oh, F yeah. that. Well, I yeah. mean, you Just know, that's relax, what they do, man. though. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got Everything's a scam. I mean, it's survival of the fittest. Well, because it's, it's, I mean, it's probably a predominantly tourist area. I mean, it's a, it's it's a, it's a hotel, that's right? That's where everyone, a lot of white folk yeah. go. I tell you, I'm not bringing the family. They're going to roll you, oh. man. You get but, scammed uh, for that hot wife of yours. <laughs> tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I fixed the bumper. Take your wife payment. It's okay, man. Don't worry. All right. Maybe it was a coincidence. But it was too good to be true. You know? Yeah, so that's anyway, pretty funny. Ninety nine percent of the staff and everyone there that's involved, they're Smart. fantastic. They are. They're so happy to see you every morning. You wake up, everyone's just in a great mood. There's something about the island. You don't wake up with a hangover. Uh, uh, you just keep going. It's Big so, man. Like so, you're saying with your golf game, you oh. you just get a caddy. Like so, just, okay, so you included? get a caddy. Yeah, it's well, you pay for him. Of is, course, is it a black dude? It's Jamaica. It's not going to be a Mexican dude. I wouldn't feel comfortable. At least a good tan. I just don't. He may have been from Haiti or something. I wouldn't feel comfortable with making the black guy carry my bag around. Well, they don't carry it. They just ride on the carts. They give you carts. Oh. And they just walk around with you and they line you up. Oh. Oh, that's not so bad, I guess. Yeah, like, hit so, the ball, man. Hit the urinal, man. Like I line you up. Through, man. Swing through, man. Swing like through, Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rockstar. Let's go it's now. It's funny. When you hit a bad shot, they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. God. Or they like, get all pissed off. Like, it's like, how dare you? That You got oh. robbed, white guy. But That's they like, throw is. their hat down there. They're all upset. You got robbed. Uh, how could you, man? Yeah. Get out. <laughs> Hit the ball, man. Dead ball really worked you over some fierce rock star. <laughs> <laughs> you need lessons. Yeah. My, my, friend. my friend Bobby, he, yeah. he's the best. You suck, dick, man. <laughs> Thick man, toughest Whatever greens. Whatever man, yeah, man. <laughs> toughest greens to put on. I'm telling you, they're just unbelievable. If you don't shoot out. that ball, I stab you in the back. <laughs> if you stab you in the back, you don't wake up tomorrow. Wake up in the ditch. Wake up in the ditch. <laughs> I pull all the teeth from your head. 
Cut off all your fingertips. You cannot be identified. <laughs> JP would be one mean terrorist, wow. man. Creepy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or one hell of a good caddy. He's saying all the, he's saying all the words. <laughs> wow. What do you think of that stuff? God damn it. It's like you're in the mafia. I dream a lot. <laughs> it's a long ride over here by himself. Yeah. It's a longer ride back, Doc. <laughs> I bury a body without your head, man. <laughs> they never find the head. Cut off your head. Put it between your legs. This way you cannot rise from the dead. Like a stupid white vampire blood clot kill you and your whole family. Uh, get <laughs> That's up, the worst stand thing up. I've ever heard. I take you to airport. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chad. I can't. It's all right. I can't stop him. Get off of my uh, island. Send your money back. <laughs> Blood clot. We did find out what that means. You see? Yeah. Didn't I tell you? I'm watching yeah. If you hear him, people, oh, blood clot, you run. <laughs> what is what does that? that mean? Well, the definition we got was basically it means when, like, a Jamaican's really upset and he really wants to express himself. The blood clot, like, oh, that guy's an asshole. Blood clot. You know, like, wow. it's a derog- very upset. It's a derogatory term for whites. I don't think so. I think they all, they just call whites blood clots. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty. I think that would be awesome. I think it's kind of like saying, like, oh, fuck. Let's watch the Steven Seagal movie when he's tracking oh, down um, a voodoo guy. It's <laughs> yes. blood clot. I'm telling I'm you, man. All the you rosters. Are admitting that you actively know about a, a Steven Seagal movie. Under Siege, Under Siege 2. Come on, these are crap, real classic crap, movies. Part 2. He's, he's, world he is the best comedian I've ever, ever... Did so you anyway. have your caddy <laughs> roll a split for you? Yes, one of them did. So He's just, the captain. You just Cox. ask and you go... His name was Cox. You just go, hey, Cox, Cox. roll this for me and it's part of the package. Captain Cox. No problem, man. Wow. It's no problem. <laughs> I took a small one for myself, man. <laughs> did you did you share <laughs> your really? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was his payment. Fine, right? Um, yeah. yeah. I rolled one. So you did you one. did you share some of your California cousin with some uh, Jamaican natives? No, because no. you didn't bring any. Because that's illegal to do, Chad. No. Because they would have been. You probably would have rocked some worlds. Well, there's a difference. They smoke it a couple different ways down there. Yeah. You can blend it with tobacco, which a lot of them do. Europeans do that too. Or you smoke it ital. Dietile is straight. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, oh, you know, that was like, good company. I don't smoke a Dietile, man. It makes me cough. You know, like, <laughs> have to blend it. Yeah, well, welcome to the club. Right? I we, we carve an eye out of a cow's head and hollow it out and smoke it like a pipe, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, though. It's, uh, they are, the caddies are just a blast. They are. So, anyway, to make a long story short, so this caddy, at the end of the round, you know, he's all pumped. He's like, oh, you got my fifth eagle in 20 years. This guy's been doing it for 20 years. He said, two other people have gotten an eagle. So, I shot an eagle on a par five, which was We're talking about awesome. you, right? Me. Oh. me. I shot an 86 my last round. Wow. Pretty fucking amazing. That is amazing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, Who's keeping score? The Jamaican or you? Oh, uh, we were all out there. <laughs> yeah, his tip was based on how low the score went. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's a mulligan, Mon. How'd I do? 86, Mon! Yeah, you shot I'm on. I'm on hole two. Oh, no worries. <laughs> I stopped keeping score, man. I take nap on back seat. They kept correcting my I friends. Am. My friends were like taking mulligans and stuff. Oh, they yeah, kept yeah. saying, oh, no, man. You, you know, get a six. That's an eight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Good caddy. Good oh, yeah, caddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we get to the end of the round and uh, we're like, oh, man, you know, shot an eagle. We had a great round today. We're going to go have drinks. What do you guys drink? You know, what's the local drink? And my caddy goes, oh, 
My favorite drink is a steel bottom. Goes, well, what's a steel bottom? He goes, white lightning and red stripe. I'm like, oh, well, what's white lightning? He goes, oh, man. <laughs> they call it the JB, and they call it Jankro Bati. And it means like crow's butt or crow's backside. Yeah. But it's white uh, oh. rum, overproofed rum. It's okay. 63% um, by volume. That's a lot of proof. And uh, they basically take a third of a glass filled with ice, you know, take fill a whole glass with ice, a third of it's rum. And the other two thirds are red stripe. So they can get the red stripe bottom. down. And uh, he said, "You know, one of those, and you go to sleep." Wow. Well, we had about ten one night. Oh. Each of us woke up the next day feeling fine. So steel bottoms were like kind of like our joke drink, and yeah. we drank them every day, at like five o'clock. So you gonna make steel us one? Or what? Oh yeah. yeah, we'll make one at break. All right. Then they do rum ting. They make the stuff called ting. It's a Same grapefruit. Ting. It's a, it's kind of like Fresca or like a Sierra Mist, but it's a grapefruit. It's yes. awesome. It's a carbonated yeah. drink. Impressive. You mix that with rum, like and, a, a squirt. And what, rum. Yeah. While you're in the bar drinking it, they're in the hotel room going through all your tings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're passed out, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're going over all your tings. <laughs> um, but everything's red trip. Everything's rum, vodka. Um, what else did they have? Oh, a water wheel. It's basically like a pina colada and a rum drink. Were they uh, surprised that uh, you you know you didn't pass out drinking all this stuff? They were. And every time we'd order, they'd kind of go, no, man, another steel bottom, no, man. You're too fat, man. You're, You're crazy, man. Out. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the whole staff's just laughing at us. And we were, like, wow. the only people there. We had four different villas. So we had about 20 people there. Every, you know, day, 5 o'clock, we're all in there for happy hours. Like, two for one and appetizers. Oh. And so they'd just be laughing at us. You know, by day three, they're going, oh, man, more steel bottoms? We're like, more steel bottoms. <laughs> wow. So they loved us. They loved us. We got a drunk of the week call. You want to take it real quick? Do it. V-Dub Addict from Connecticut's on the line. What's happening, brother? Calling in for uh, drunk of the week, huh? Yeah, trying. <laughs> All right. So trying hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, oh, no worries, anyway. man. Anyway. Like, so... Anyway, Justin, yeah. how many can I get? Where are you going to be? At the hospital, dude. <laughs> get the fucking hospital. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Too soon. Where, where, where in Connecticut are you going to be? I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going. The hospital I, or I the gotta, funeral park? I had to figure it out. And I don't even know where my dad lives anymore. Uh, he just moved. Uh, in the Meriden, New Haven area. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I'm packing. You're packing? Heat. That's a gun. Gun reference. Oakland. Leave it, leave it to the Elsa Bronte girl to know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Elsa! You're, you're packing a 9 millimeter. Yeah, man. He has to. He's going to Connecticut. Going to, going to New Haven. Yeah. Only pussies <laughs> use 9 millimeters. Connecticut's fine. New Haven's fucked. But, uh... Yeah, well, not so much. Uh, why? Where are you in Connecticut? New Haven. I'm, uh, Gramby. <laughs> Gramby. You pussy. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. That's where the other people live. <laughs> that is where the other people live. Now, Granby's nice. Yeah. That's the other people. We got the uh, brew pub up here. Hey, how's UConn doing this year, anyway? I haven't even, had time. I haven't even had time. What? All right, you don't get drunk of the week. You don't know. <laughs> you, you don't call me from Connecticut not being a UConn fan. Get out of here. I think we just woke him up. <laughs> got to settle like in a day. It's like, oh, yeah. what? Well, you taught him how to chill. Oh, I, I think it was because we played Burning and Luton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fell asleep. <laughs> How is UConn doing, Shad? I don't know. I need to catch up, up on you, too. He's sure. been in Jamaica, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> they don't have basketball. Been out of touch. So, the villas we stayed at, too. Lennox Lewis lives there. Really? In that resort. He built this huge fucking villa on the on the hillside. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, so, actually, part of our group went on a tour. Um, uh, basically, my friend's father t- took care of the whole trip. You know, he was the... Um, 
the bride's father. And uh, so he acted like he wanted to buy a place. So he's telling the staff there, hey, I want to tour some of the villas. They just wanted to go and see some of the other villas. Mm-hmm. So they're cruising around, and they got to see, like, they just cruised by Lennox Lewis's, but it's all gated and, you know, intercom and all that. But some of the other villas are just amazing. Mm-hmm. It's called Trial Golf Club. Um, it's just amazing. If you ever get a chance, it's in Hanover, one of the parishes on the north side of the island, um, about 12 miles west of Montego Bay. Did you leave? Can you, like, leave the... I've heard that wherever you go, if you're on a resort, like once you leave the resort, it's kind of dangerous. We didn't leave. We didn't leave. All right. Um, the girls went into town one night. The We kind of did our bachelor party, and the girls went out to uh, Margaritaville. They yeah. Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville right there. Oh, and uh, it's touristy. called the Hip Strip in Hanover. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, or Mo Bay, Montego Bay. I'm sorry, not Hanover. And uh, basically, they went out and... Uh, party and I guess it's pretty... Yeah, it, it goes off pretty hard. They all came back with a full Brazilian... <laughs> they were uh, they were pretty fired up when they got back late. Night. Full and two half All up. <laughs> but the funny thing is, they go out in a shuttle together. So there's probably about ten of them, and they send two people from the resort, a guy and a girl, to look oh. after them. Oh yeah. So it's dude. a driver, but they actually send you know people security wise. So it's pretty cool. I mean, they really look out for you if you're staying at like a pretty decent resort, I guess. Um, well, yeah, they, too uh, bad that they have to. Yeah, they want yeah. you to pay. I mean, they want you know. Oh no. Ten dead white girls, no good for business, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Everyone's really cool, but I, they do have some issues, you know. Someone in the chat room wants us to know that blood clot refers to the female monthly occurrence. No. He's not joking. He says, I work with a Jamaican, and that's what, how he uses it. Huh. So, but, but it's a derogatory. It's derogatory, though. Well, uh, everything that happens at that time of month is derogatory, if you think about it. Yeah, maybe I got the nice version. I don't know. I think he did. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was a kind of drink you were going to tell us about. I think no. it's like it's, like, it's like if you tell your kids, you know, Daddy, what does fuck mean? Uh, it, uh, it means, uh, yeah, I'm really unhappy with your mother right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. kind of one of those deals. But. Yeah, just tell them Aunt Flo's in town. That that drink sounds good. I do I do a similar one with uh, Guinness Extra Stout and Dark Rum. That's called, they call it drag, uh, Dragon Stout down there. That's what they call it. It's called JP's an asshole. It's called Dragon oh, Balls. Why would you also, say that? Also, so I'm talking to the, the gardener. He was always kicking around with us by the pool. This guy, Weston. Was he ever gardening? No, not really. <laughs> He'd like <laughs> rake a couple things. Should, oh, wait, no. He's, he's bringing out the spleef, so that's where he gets the You should gardener. see everyone work yeah, down it's there. It's a real gardening job. These guys like putting up Christmas lights. There's like one guy like laying on the ground, like taking a nap. One guy kind of like <laughs> stringing a light. Everything's so slow. There's like, no worries, It's pretty man. funny, yeah. It you, so you put in your application, I assume. <laughs> oh, I'd love to work there. <laughs> you could be the producer down there. Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, everywhere you look, there's like three or four guys, and two of them are like laying down or something. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Uh, How many Jamaicans yeah. does it take to screw in a light bulb? You yeah. could you could produce Jamaica. Yeah. And you just be their official producer. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, man. But no, you don't leave the resort. We didn't. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, they basically give you like three golf carts per villa. So we're all cruising around in golf carts. And you're driving on the left side of the road. So Hammered. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. You've had four rusty bottoms or whatever they're called. And... Steel bottoms. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Rusty bottom. <laughs> the next day you got rusty bottoms. That could be a new drink. Like you prefer yeah. rusty bottoms. <laughs> Is that when the blood cut leaks around the wings? Oh, that's that time. It's usually a steel bottom. But oh, that's just gross. Five days it is a rusty bottom. Yeah, <laughs> you look broke. We give you rusty. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's better than a rusty trombone. Yeah, instead of red stripe, it's a red ale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we give you kind of a mauve curve. <laughs> All right, you gonna, let's make it. Let's take a break, and I want to try one of these drinks. All right, let's do it. You need it. Drinks, and uh, 
What else we got to do? We're going to play Guess JP's number when we come back. Because we've got to give away some Belgian candy. I got your number swinging, do. pal. And don't forget, you know, we got our more beer conical donation giveaway running. Uh, every donation of 10 bucks, put your name in once. 20 puts it in three times. Just hit the donate now button donate. on the page. We'll be back with uh, Rusty Bottoms and more Shat on the session. Hanging out. Shatty Bottom. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Big jerk, Chad sucks a lot, and he was from Jamaica. Welcome back to the program. Going to wrap things up. Got some things Put to give away. Uh, things, man. Uh, what's our number? 888-401-BEER. Guess JP's number. Pick your number, JP. Pick it, pick it, pick it. Between oh 1 God. and 25. Oh. And we got some Belgian candy syrup to give away. You can't count that high. Doc, how'd it go with your Belgian candy sugar this week? Oh, it's been going good. I've uh, been using a lot. Yeah. Uh, this last. I've been brewing a lot the last three weeks. Every chance I can get. Good for you. We need more beer. I got a lot coming there. Yep. Uh, I got a triple going nutty right now. And you use the Belgian candy sugar in that? Yeah. In fact, I need to get some more to put in there, too. Wow. You're putting a lot in there. Well, it's 20 gallons, man. 25 gallons, actually. Oh, it stinks bad, Shat. That's Shat. I got my number already. It's 24 if you want. No, no, no. Pick a different one now. Oh, fuck. Hey, I I got 22. I was going to take that. I just missed it. All right. Let me. Oh, here. I'm going to pick my number. Hang on a second. (laughs) <laughs> All right, it's one through twenty-five. Right. We got some Belgian candy sugar to give away. It's uh, it's our, it's our, you know, most popular game here at the BN. And, any any uh, lime in that, Chad? Maybe a little lime. Or is this a, a guess? Bottom, is this a guess the number, up. Beavis? Yeah. A uh, caller. What's the number? What the uh, seven. Whoa. JP, is it seven? Oh. It's not seven. No. Sorry, mate. Thanks for the call. Eight 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 four zero one beer. One through twenty-five. I'll give you a hint. It's not seven. Uh, <laughs> Doc's mouth is. <laughs> Oh. Getting eaten out from the inside, man. That's like the inside of somebody's old tennis shoe. Can I taste it? Call her. What's JP's number? That's what she said. Yeah. Four. What's your, which number? Four. Is no. it four, Jipper? No. It's not four. So he, the, he likes t- double-digit numbers. Tell the robot no. You don't, so you don't approve, huh? 
Doc? Uh, maybe I gotta stir it. Man. Does it taste like they tasted there, Chat? <laughs> yeah, he loves it. He says it's the same rum. <laughs> exact same. Straight. I guess it is straight. They might it's be a little stiff. That is a glass it's of awful. drunk. <laughs> Holy crap. It tastes like that. Old Crow in water. Kind of yeah. like it. Tastes like an old whiskey, yeah. That's what they call it. It's kind of like Old Crow. JB. Jank Robati. Uh, Crow's backside. Oh, That's where it comes from. And you love this. See, this is... Your tongue went up his backside. <laughs> God. This what is are... the magic of vacation. Because you think things are really wonderful there because you're all relaxed and you're on vacation. You're on the magic. But when you have them back in the real world, you realize it's total crap. You can't go home again, man. I still like it. What is it? It's the rum, and what's it mixed with? Just red, red stripe. stripe. Uh, Shitty beer. Yeah, beer. that's fucking awful, Chad. I think it's the red stripe that I don't like. Like The rum no. part I enjoy. Caller, what's JP's number? 16. Is no. it 16? No, it's not. No, Sorry, he, brother. He likes him 16, but no. 888. I mean, it has a weird, like, plasticky... Maybe because the, the plastic cup is melting from all this. <laughs> yeah, I think the rum is eating the plastic <laughs> yeah. cup. Or maybe it needs oh. more beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I almost puked on the last sip. Well, you know what to say, much. You can drink here. anything and you won't drink this. Are you sure, Chad? That's exactly how they taste? Ah, tastes like Osman. Ah, it's, Chad, it's the worst thing I ever drank. Except the one time I drank your urine. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> that wasn't so bad. It might be good if you mixed it with something, like go. if you added yeah. a little juice to it like or something. A, that's something like a little lime or something, like yeah. or uh, uh, butterscotch or uh, pineapple. Call her. Pineapple. What's, what's JP's number? Hello? Yep. What's JP's number? JP's number is 12. Is it 12? It's not 12. Sorry, brother. Um, I'll let you in a little hint. It's the last grade he completed. <laughs> oh, that was great. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know it's less than 12. Okay. Hey, it, it's the steel bottom yeah. talking man. Yeah. And I got extra credit and up yours, Doc. <laughs> I just... Spit my steel bottom all over the carpet. Jim. You got a leak. Line of match. That's called a leaky bottom. Yeah, I just had a leaky bottom. <laughs> Does that come after rusty bottom? All right, let me now. I gotta try this again. I think I'm gonna buke. I like how Chad's in house. Think positive too. I'm just relax it, man. Chad, that is the worst drink on earth. Oh, it's good. It's a strong man. It's like vinyl. steel bottom. <laughs> You're not a man, man. Oh, I think we got some bad red stripe. You think Is so? Is it a good red stripe? Let me try the straight red stripe. Where's the... Here. Oh. Oh, you know, they look at Tasty, though. That's good. He's trying the beer to make sure it's not the base beer. It's a cup of badness. Booey <laughs> badness. It smells like socks, all right. It That's does. Stuff. Oh, God. I can see how it would be, It would be. you know, tasty, but uh, uh, maybe a little lime, a little squeeze of lime, man, would be real good. Caller, what's JP's number? JP's number is 24. Nope. Oh. Sorry, man. I thought we said that one already. Yeah. No, that red Stripe's good. No, I was goofing off. Oh. Try the, try the dark rum and uh, Guinness Extra Stout, man, on ice. Dragon Stout. That yeah. shit's They kept real talking good. about that. Oh, it's, it's the Dragon Stout. It's real oh. good, man. I can't I can't finish that. No? No. That's the worst <laughs> thing I ever... T- My homebrew is better than this beverage, if that means oh. anything to anybody. Give you a little descriptor there. But it was a good try, Chad. It was a good effort. I can't, I'm really shocked that you enjoy that so much. I like the white rum. Oh, just put in something else, you know? Takes the sting out, the little red stripe in there. <sighs> it does, but it still tastes like I, shit. I like rum on the rocks, too, so that's my issue. Oh, this will take the sting see, out. Let me see if it tastes better when, well, while this is on. Yeah, let me get a Sharpie and color your hand. I'm going to tattoo myself black. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I should. 
So I've taken over answering the calls. Oh, uh huh. Which ones? There's, Nobody's won yet. They're still ringing. <laughs> Well, you're not doing such a good job because you're talking to me. You're running your mouth right now. Yeah, and I'm I'm busy. Ow. I'm busy chilling. Ow. Land Kumon. <laughs> What's this bass player's name? Shat. Family man. Yeah. This Barrett. Is, this is what yeah, Anthony should, right. Barrett. Yeah. This is what you should be aspiring to, Jimmer, in your bass lessons. You know what I told? Uh, uh, so I've been taking bass lessons with Shuey. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I think I want to learn like a Bob Marley song, and he's like, Shoe oh, can't, he can't teach you that. And he was flipping through, and he started playing. He's like, that's too hard for you, dude. <laughs> so, uh, so I learned Foxy Lady instead. See that you could do, but. I like you play it right now. Schumann for you. can't. You need a you need a black bass. He's too white instructor. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think you can learn it from someone in cowboy boots. I think it's kind yeah. of a. Yeah. He or, can teach you yeah. Hank Williams and Green Day. Talky talk. Guys. Oh, good Green Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut is a douche. <laughs> And Rusty Bottom Suck. <laughs> and Rusty Bottom Suck. Oh. Oh, yeah. You're going to finish that bottle tonight. Running all the white girls to town. <laughs> running all running all the white girls to town. Hey, where are the white women at? Yeah. They're coming on the next bus, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I bet what they happened were over in Aruba? <laughs> it happens here, too. We just don't talk about it. He's Italian Jamaican. Ah, Brooklyn. Ah. Does anybody else in here enjoy this drink besides No, chat? I changed mine. No. I, I changed no, I would not order another one. I thought one it was okay. No. You like it, Beavis. I don't like it, but I would drink it if it was only Would you drink around. two of them? But if it was the only thing around, yeah, but. I don't know about that. It's more rum for Chad. No. You know what's funny? They make a red stripe light. Yeah, Because there's a lot of market for Should that. I take it's, a drunk of the week call? It's like calling it light, doing... light. Sure. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm on. Who are we talking Didn't to? Get his name. We're talking to Sold Marshall Ryan Escobar. Oh, all righty. This sounds promising. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, like I ran out of breath at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I like him when you forget. Did you just get out of the, off the floor? It's fine. But when I forget. Oh, JB, he loves the breath at the end. <sighs> Break phone call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what have you been drinking? Toilet water lately, but. Uh, six of uh, Simple Chinese Pilsner, six of Simple Chinese Lager. Simple Chinese Lager? Six of Sam Adams Honey Porter. He sounds like Icky's cousin. Homebrew and uh, assorted other nonsense. <laughs> Icky's cousin. This is Icky's cousin Rosie. So are you lining up the bottles in front of you? Oh. I like Rosie. No, Icky was. <laughs> Icky was. Took off. Icky was there? I was scared when I had too much. So you know Icky? Uh, not really. He's oh. kind of. Busted in and then lined up shit and then went to <laughs> Made you drink. off. He ran away. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that dude. So, to be honest with you, he should probably get it instead of me because he just kind of busted in, lined up the shit, and took off. I kind of want to give him drunk of the week just so I don't have to listen to it. I'm really creeped out by this. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna. I feel that one day my head he's is gonna show up on somebody else's doorstep. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if this is how hot chicks feel when we talk to them in the bar. <laughs> yes. She's like, fuck. I, I just. You know what? I'm just gonna go home with you just so you shut up. <laughs> maybe. Maybe so. You creep me out. Well, in a good way. Field Marshal, are you married? He's here. He's a gun. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> You know, it's the anniversary Second, of the uh, Jonestown Massacre this week. Yeah, yeah it was like three weeks had, ago. Two, it was in November. It was November 16th or something like that. Yeah. I remember uh, that. Wait, that In Guyana? Yes. I think he's listening. <laughs> Shh. Everybody quiet.
Icky Slesnick. <laughs> Icky Slesnick. He doesn't like it when I talk like this. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting bud. <laughs> the real question is, have you had a rusty bottom? Uh, I think steel the steel bottom. bottom uh, oh, steel bottom. Everybody has a rusty bottom. <laughs> I gave a few, but... <laughs> What do, you, what do you think, guys? Should we take more drug of the week calls, or should we just give it to no, Field Marshal? No, no, no. All right, we're going to take a couple more calls, but you're uh, you're at the top of the list, Field. Way at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'm afraid to not give yeah. it to you. <laughs> I need to go yeah. take a shower. That's that's what that's what we're going to go take right now. Thanks, brother. You're at the top. Want to scrub my back, Bevo? No. Uh, you... Nah, the brush gets all tangled in the hairs. <laughs> I've got a Skype call. Josh is on the line. What's happening? Hello. Hello. Are you guys talking to me? Yes, Josh. What's going on, brother? Oh, I did that fucking time. I've been trying for the last ten minutes to try and get through to you guys. I couldn't get through. Yeah, neither could our parents, Josh. What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you calling? What was that? Are you calling in for Drunk of the Week? I've been here for two seconds and I'm getting shit. What was that? <laughs> well, what did you expect? You're calling the VN, dude. Yeah. At the end. Josh is a very Australian-sounding name. So, uh, were you calling for Drunk of the Week or Guess JP's number? What's just what's Guess JP's number? Oh boy. Well, there's a number between one and twenty-five, and you guess it, and if you we'll give you something. Six. I'll guess six. Is it six? No, nope. it's, it's not six. No. Okay, you want to go? I wasn't on? calling for that though. I oh. wasn't calling for that. All right, what's happening, brother? Uh, about five and a half signs of my Pilsner into an afternoon. <laughs> All right. And I've had four Murray's Nirvana Pale Ale, and it was very good. Oh, okay. Well, that you get points for that, for yeah. actually yeah, getting... That's one topic. Now, what is it, about 2 o'clock there <laughs> in the afternoon? Uh, 2.46. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a good start to the afternoon. I started at 11.30. Oh, I'm actually... Um, yeah, Homeless. <laughs> If anyone from work's listening, I've got diarrhea. All right. <laughs> right. That's a good reason. Yeah, yeah. You got the rusty butt. <laughs> yeah, yes, a rusty butt. Can I get a real beer no, I from anybody, work. please? I couldn't get to work today, but um, I thought, fuck it, I'll just, I'll just get into the, I'll get into the tap at the home, and then I thought, fuck it, I'll just, I'll, just, I'll get into Dan Murphy's and I'll get some Murray's. So I've got, I've got a box of Murray's Sappy Blonde Ale, which I'm, I'm sad you guys didn't get a, a glass of because. Um, I, I like the Mar- the Sassy Blonde is a good you can you can do a few of them. You <laughs> <laughs> do a few Sassy Blonde Ales. Yeah, kind of, kind of lost you there at the end. There. I wish you had some too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you fall over? <laughs> I think OJ did a la- uh, Sassy I've had Blonde Ale. Half spines of my my Pilsner. Pilsner. And then uh, I've got into the Murray's and um, I'm sort of working my way through the Pale Ale and the Sassy Blonde. Okay. Hey, hey, Bevo, is this uh, accent doing it for you, yeah, this Josh? Is, this is like a slurry accent. Are you sliding off your seat there? Or what's happening? <laughs> you are big, JP. <laughs> and yes, I, I enjoy all accents, unless it's See? coming out of your stupid mouth. Oh, wow. See, I'm trying to be nice to the girl. You guys work that out. I am putting, even though I'm afraid of uh, Field Marshal Ryan Heinzkeboot, I'm putting Josh above him in the in the Drunk of the Week list. I think. Hey, Justin, Justin, yeah. before you go, yeah. before you cut me off. Okay. <laughs> His hand wasn't even on the button. Um, have you sent my shirt yet or what? <laughs> He's off the list now. I don't know. What did you order? I ordered a brown shirt and a, and a book. Oh, uh, was it a 3X brown shirt? 
Yes. No. <laughs> you and, fucking what? And the reason is because you ordered a shirt that doesn't exist. It's my fault. It, I know it's still up in the store, but it, I don't have one. Yeah. It's Chat's fault. Oh, you fuck. We're going to take a black one and we're going to wash it a few times. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I've been washing the crap out of a black yeah. one. Nor we'll just then, tell you. Over in the States, that is brown. brown one. I could have ordered a black one two months ago. I wanted the brown one. Well, we'll take a white one and we'll get it brown for you. And then I thought, nah, I'm really not going to lose enough weight to get into a 2XL. I might as well just get the 3XL brown. Yeah. And and then I thought, fuck it. Yeah, I'll just buy that. I know. And now you're telling me it doesn't exist? You're preaching to the choir, man. You're absolutely right. Uh, I told the same thing to Chad, too. He admits this readily. Yeah, listen, I had the same conversation with myself. Are you telling me that Brewing Classic Styles doesn't exist as well? No, I got you. Not in your mailbox. Yeah, it's well. Yeah. Uh, as far it, as you know, it never even was written. We're just all, we're all fucking with you. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Jamil Ho. It's one big joke. The states pull on you. Yeah. yeah fuck you guys. I'm drinking Murray's, and you guys don't even know what it is. All right, listen. I'm gonna... <laughs> you don't even know what it is. You don't even know we're a fucking island. All right, listen. I'm They're a continent. I got you covered. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a black one because it's all I can do. I'm also gonna send you a hat. Oh, and um, uh, to make up for it, I'll put and that a steel in there. bottom. And I don't think I ordered three X Brew Strong shirts, or I'd send you that too. I might have a big lunch meat shirt laying around here oh. somewhere. How about uh, we get him a white one and we make it brown? <laughs> ah, the little butt floss. So listen, I, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make up for it, and but I just don't have any brown ones, and I don't have any on order either. It's my fault. It's totally my fault. Can I make a suggestion no, that, that I, 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 I've got too many black shirts already? I've got black shirts all over the place. But but if if you don't have a brown one, then send me a brown one. That if you send me a black one, that's cool. How about um, with spaghetti straps? How would you look in spaghetti straps? Yeah, I got some girl tees. How about a little belly so shirt? Great, I hope you don't have three XL girl shirts. I think you. <laughs> I should though. Ew, for shit, girlfriends. I've got the tits. I just have the body to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I say Josh is now our drunk of the week. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Josh, you're the winner. Oh, I'm not finished yet. Oh. Well, you can hang on. Yeah. Right. You want to make an acceptance speech or something? Uh, no, no, there was, there was other stuff I wanted to say. Yeah, okay. right. yeah carry on. It's only my show. Uh, Go ahead. No, you, you no, carry on. You do it. I carry. forgot. I, I, I was going to say, ah, oh, fuck it. No, I had some other stuff I wanted to say, you well, dickhead. Hey, I, I, got a whole list, I got a list of them. It's here somewhere. Where's, where's that list, Marge? No, no, that's it. I, I remember now. I remember now. Oh. You ready? Yeah. I wanted to tell you a fairy tale, a very popular children's fairy tale about a guy I who lived in the outback who came to New York City oh. and charmed the whole city. It's been done. It's been done. Crocodile Dundee. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. You've heard that story, then. All right. Let her, uh, I'll say that. The show I, there? I, I remember what I want to say. I love you. <laughs> Go listen, ahead. listen, listen. All right. No, yeah. no, I'm not being stupid now. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Um, I want to know whether I should go to Europe on a trip from Greece to Germany and back, uh-huh. or whether I should go to the USA and drink all the beer in USA and... Go to the BN anniversary party. What, oh. what, would, what would be the better trip? Europe's for douchebag. Go to Europe and Germany. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We already have enough foreigners over no, here. No, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I say Greece is for pussies. Come to come to no, Oakland. Greece is a man's place. Hey, sticky over there. Oh, but I'm starting in Greece. We're, we're driving yeah. from Greece to the rest of the city, like to the rest of the um, the continent. Uh-huh. Um, BN well, anniversary. you know what? We speak sort of your language over here. 
Greece will still be there Fuck. next year. But the BN, you never know. <laughs> well, you know, he, he's going to Greece already, and he wants to know if he should continue on into Europe and Germany. No, just drive or over come, to Oakland. Or come over to, to the States. Just drive over to Oakland. To finish. So it sounds like he's already going to Greece. Oh. He wants to, he wants to know where no, to no, finish. No, I'm not already going to Greece. Yeah, uh, Jeffy, you're whether stupid. I go to San Francisco and Anaheim right. and do the whole BN thing and the NHC and all of that what kind of stuff. What did you think stuff. he was going to do, JP? Rent a car from Greece to Oakland? No, it's he said starting in Greece. You're wrong. I'm wrong, apparently. <laughs> I think he's just confused. I think John's just confused. You know, if he just would have graduated from... Two different trips. Fuck you, Greg. Two different trips. It's whether I go to Anaheim and I got it. The, the BN I anniversary party and all that kind of stuff, and then, and then just go on a driving trip through USA, or I go to Crete, and then we jump in the car and we drive oh. out to... To do like Belgium and France and yeah, Germany only, and do what the, the it's only about a two day drive. Whatever you want to do, it's a tough call. Come on, well, uh, no, uh, Justin said it'll they'll always be there, but the BN might not. So. Whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> everything is alright, man. The BN anniversary, the BN anniversary next year, and then when the BN anniversary or when the BN dies, yeah. then I should go to Europe. Yeah, man. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem. No, it's gonna be the man. It's gonna be the biggest BN party ever. I mean, it, yeah, we'll be talking about that in future anniversaries. Yeah, uh, because it's 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 hooked up with the NHC at the same time. I'll be serious for a second, just for a second though. Uh, normally, I would say to you, absolutely go to Europe. It, it would be a, a much better uh, and more fulfilling experience. But this year is going to be a big deal. Plus, you get the Homebrewers Conference while you're at it. You're going to get all the best beers on the West Coast in one spot, and we're going to yeah. throw a big party. So, uh, honestly, I'd say it would be a good year to pick to come here. I mean, if you're probably going to go to uh, United States anyway, and it's whether you go there first and then here. Uh, this is a good time to go. Yeah. And plus, it'd make me feel real cool that we could control your life so much that you're going to come to the States instead of going to Belgium. So, power. All right, brother. And cheers. You've won yourself Drunk of the Week. <laughs> and an XL brown shirt. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, where's my freaking brown shirt? Oh, you'll get it. We're making it brown right now. Yeah, we're all using it. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. All of the tonight. We Did have you... a winner. Wow. That whole call with the Australian guy. I didn't even get to enjoy his voice because I was uh, answering the phone. Well, it just, it was awful. JP enjoyed it enough for you. Bayou Brew from Louisiana. Won yourself some Belgian candy sugar from right. Candy Inc. And he is on the line right now. Oh, he has an oh. accent too, probably. What was, what was the number, speech? by the way? Does that mean I have to talk to him? Yes. What number? I didn't even get the number. Because I did. What's his name? Bayou Brew. Bayou. What's that? Bayou. Number Number was two. Dose. You won yourself some Belgian candy sugar, man. (laughs) That's freaking awesome. And you did it playing the most difficult game on earth. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, because we don't know where JP's going to be. Only the mental elite can play this game. Well, I'm there. I'm there with JP now. <laughs> I'm just sorry, you and me. Dude. <laughs> just think of like a couple cool yeah. points. That's fucked up, is what that is. In a barren room with a bare light bulb and a chair. <laughs> <laughs> you and me. That sucks. You already gave away drunk of the week. Yeah, why? You, uh, you up there? I think so. I think so. I've been working on it. Where are you calling from? Uh, Shreveport, Louisiana. Louisiana. I said that. What have you had? I don't listen to you. Um, <laughs> 
about five gallons of oatmeal coffee stout. Five gallons? So it'll keep you up. No, you and, have it. You, yeah, it will. That's a, drunk but awake. That's a thick beer to drink five gallons of. Hey, if it's always it's good. okay. It's all right. Was it even cold? It, oh, yeah, definitely. Did you just open the top of the... Uh, the <laughs> you start, so <laughs> put a straw in there? It. Yeah. No, no, it's not a wrecking cane, it's a straw. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought when I first saw it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right, well, you're going to have to compete another week for DOTW, but you do get All some right, Belgian no candy problem. sugar. And uh, here's what you got to do. Just send, email me your uh, shipping information, please. And uh, do me a favor. When you use it, report back. We'd like to hear how it goes. Definitely. Great, will do. Cheers. Later. Thank you. All right, we have Brian on the line also. Brian, what's happening? Hey, how's it going? It's going great. You sound so, real uh, excited. So, you already gave away that candy sugar? We did, yeah. That guy, that dude just answered the, the number. He got the right number. What, uh, number did, what number did you say? Oh, what's your number? Yeah, what were you going to well, guess? I, I was going to guess number nine. Yeah, you would have lost. It was two. Well, there you go. Hey, so I heard this Australian calling in, and uh, which one? He was ta- you were you were talking about the guy that you gave uh, drunk of the week to, oh, Josh. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you you talked about uh, having a a lunch meat shirt in a fat load size <laughs> hanging around. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I'm a fat load. You should hook me up with a lunch meat shirt. How fat right, a load as, are you? As a are, present to being giant? Are you like shat load or like a fat, like a real fat load? I'm a real fat load. I, I normally wear uh, between the 3 and 4X size. Shat, do me a favor and, and What do you care up? if you're between those two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I have a 3.5X, please? Right at the top shelf there. A 4 would be too much, but a 3 is too small. Tell me what size. Hey, I'm about 3.34x. <laughs> Which probably means he's a 5. Well, take it outside and see if it'll cover the Shadalak. I don't close. actually think I have a 3x. I think I have a 2x somewhere. Do I? Hey, I'm a, I have a 2x, I'm right? Squeezed, I'm squeezed into a 2x uh, oh, Fort Collins Brewery That's IPA pretty. And yeah, how does that look? <laughs> Sound a little short of breath, yeah. Hey, yeah. it looks pretty good. I got it stretched out. It's all right. <laughs> does your Does your belly come out the bottom? No, it doesn't. Man boobs come out the top? As far as you know. Is, it, is one of those... You know what? He, he did not have to iron that shirt, and that's a good thing. Shat, is one of those... Is one of those itself. XL? All right, I'll tell you what. I will send you an XL, and I want a picture of you in it. Absolutely. I will do it. All right. I'll squeeze... I'll tell you what. If you do you that, will, uh, if you send, if I send you an XL, and you squeeze into it, and you send us a picture, I'll get you some Belgian candy sugar. Oh man, you're the best. Is that a deal? But you got to <laughs> brew with it. So, so basically, as opposed to just drinking it. Yeah. Wait, wait, so I get, oh, I, oh, I get candy sugar for frightening you with my one X shirt. Yes. Awesome. It's a, it'll I, be I a, it'll, because JP will love it for the for use of lunch meat promotions. Uh, we'll have a picture of you in a lunch meat XL shirt. Yeah, modeling it. Right, I think you go on the forum and under also, uh, if you listener could, picks. Like the you know the the, the, the smallest shorts that you have too, please. So that like like <laughs> yeah. tourist some, shirts, some Daisy shorts. Dukes. Yeah, very you know. Yeah, I got, are there some, rules I got some small white shorts for you. Perfect. So. Perfect. Yeah. Let's do it. And the the sm- the best smelling lube you can find. The the day you send that picture to me, I will send you some Belgian candy sugar. Is that a deal? That's a deal. All right. Email me your address information, Justin at thebrewingnetwork.com. I'll get the shirt out to you. 
All right, man. <laughs> right on, brother. Have yourself a good one. All right, good one. Later. So um, I have Creepy McCreepy on the phone again. He no, I'm right. Sounds like it's kind of it's going. Concede the drunk of the week. Okay. Oh, no. Well, it's, it's already going to be an award. Hey, so. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. Uh-huh. Ah. What, what would you like to say? Yeah. JP, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> All right. Uh, and do you uh, accept that you've not won drunk of the week? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Field Marshal, are you there? Yes, I am here. You've been defeated. I have been defeated. I concede to the koala. Okay. You did hear that it was a solid defeat. That was a very solid defeat. That koala was a very fucking drunk koala. <laughs> yes, he was. The agony of defeat. Yeah. I feel no shame in the defeat of that very solidly drunk koala. Good. You tried hard. Uh, koala, you... and we all should aspire to that drunkenness. Agreed. You, you put up a good fight. He, he could have been. like Batman. Or the Godfather. Yeah. Yeah. like Batman. I am the bat. <laughs> I feel no shame. We should all aspire to that level of drunkenness. I am the bat. <laughs> you want to be drunk this week? Soon I will ask you to be drunk this week. Boy Wonder, get me a beer. <laughs> I am Batman. all be that drunk. The I am be Batman. Place. Why He's do you do this to the city? Like, and people like Phil Marshall if they're that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket, 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 cricket. All right, cheers, Field. He did. He passed out. His <laughs> law faded away. There. That's right. I haven't hung up on it. He's passed out on the phone. Right. That's awesome. I bet he's getting tile marks on his face right now. I'm just gonna leave the phone on for a little while. See if we can hear him snoring or gurgling or something. We can call nine one one. He actually choked on his own vomit. Uh, we'll just leave the phone up. For Maestro you. of the puppets wants to know if he's going to be allowed at the BN four. Oh, Maestro of puppets. Really? He can, no, he can't. Because <laughs> he just hung up. He, he's what is he like? Isn't he fourteen or something? Oh no, he said he won't be. He promises not to be a liability. He'll be eighteen. He's, he's twenty-one. Eight, but he's eighteen now or seventeen, I think, or something like that. Right? Is he hot? <laughs> 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 I have some pictures. For Schumann? I have some pictures. I'll show you. <laughs> no, he was the one who won the uh, the uh, essay contest, right? From the Chachi's parents. You are correct, sir. Oh, yeah. That's true, isn't it? Wait. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to... I don't think so. He can look from outside. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> he can look in the window, yeah. That's mean. <laughs> Unless we give him a, 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 de- a designated driver bracelet so he can hang out and listen to the band, but he can't drink. Huh. Well, that's a given. What's your name? I'll tell you what. I, you know, I got to ask... We should if if he if he's, he's a roadie if he comes out if he comes out we will make him wear a pink jumpsuit <laughs> and let everybody know that the guy in the pink jumpsuit cannot drink and there you go all right I will figure out a way to allow him to come if whoa if, whoa whoa if if, if, if inappropriate we can, if we can f with him if we can do whatever we want <laughs> like make him wear a pink jumpsuit that says designated driver <laughs> with a Carmen something. Miranda fruit basket on his head <laughs> yeah. But he has to... Or a dress. Uh, whatever outfit we, we... He has to agree that we pick the outfit, and then I will find uh, a way that he's allowed to be there. Or a bikini top. I was just thinking that the... Or the, the BN chick shirt. Or the BN chick shirt. How about MC Hammer? We've got to be in get Oakland. him some, like, BN shorts. Dress him up like, like MC Hammer. The oh, I thought you meant try to get him to play the party yeah. or something. Uh, he lives no. in Tracy. It's a long <laughs> time. Maybe we could. 
Um, yeah, he, he he. I'll find a way that he can attend, but he has to. We we pick the outfit. He has to be our whipping boy. So Meister, there's there's your decision, and uh, remember, you've got a lot of years ahead of you <laughs> of those pictures circulating. So I want you to think long. Once and hard. it's on the internet, it's always on. Yeah, I'm not going to go easy on you. Yeah, I'm and we won't have a separate room for nap time either. So. Just because you're underage doesn't mean you're going to get off easy. We're going to have to teach you a lesson. We're we're like your big brother, you know. We're going to haze the hell out of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, toughen you up. All right. It's a free on good. Are we done here? Have we covered everything we're supposed to cover? Yes. Um, oh, I think so. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. Yep. Chad, what do you think, man? All right. So, last <laughs> reminder <Exactly>. that <laughs> make sure that we've got our uh, our uh, more beer conical donation giveaways going on all week. You can get yourself a brand new stainless steel seven and a half gallon conical fermenter. Uh, Doc loves his conical fermenter. Tasty uses his fermenters. Um, I fermenters. love mine. It's awesome. See, everyone. Lo- Shat loves uh, Jamil's yeah. that conical. Love to, yes, he does. He makes sweet love. That's he. Mi- the only thing he missed more than Tasty <laughs> while he was in Jamaica was his temperature controlled conical. Right. Guilty. Um, so, that side racking arm works real good, huh, Fatty? Your chance to win. It'll fit a in a pump. chest freezer or even a regular refrigerator so you can temp control it yourself. All you have to do is hit that donate button. Ten bucks gets your name in once. Twenty bucks gets it in three times. And, you know, you can do increments like that if you so choose. And keep in mind, if you're a recurring donator, you want to sign up to uh, donate uh, on a recurring basis, um, your name goes in automatically every month for every drawing that we do, starting with this one. So there you go. It's a piece of cake. Get yourself a nice piece of equipment. Thanks to our good friends at More Beer. Go to morebeer.com, check it out. You need this. Do we talk about it next week? Yeah, next week. So I just don't know what we're going to do because I'm not sure I'm going to be here or not. If we're here, it's not going to be some big, uh, profound beer show like you're used to from us. <laughs> not a lot of beer information. Yeah, it's going to be a fun. We're just going to have some fun, do a little BN Christmas. Uh, no stripper pole, though. I'm not, I'm not even going to be in the room. Naughty Sanders Helper. Oh, yeah. You know, why do you... <laughs> I'm looking at JP. <laughs> JP's yeah. going to be our naughty Santa Selfer? Well, no. <laughs> uh, maybe. All right. Yeah, we're coming up on my anniversary. Anklegate. Oh, is it next weekend? Yeah, well, it was the 18th, yeah. Does, uh, did, 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 does your bone hurt when it, when it starts coming up to that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's been bothering me all day. Really? Uh, d- it's the rain, actually. Doc's mother-in-law's in town, and before Doc was uh, leaving the house to here, she was uh, she was recommending to the family that they should all sit around as a family and listen to the program tonight. Listen to We should listen to Scott's radio program. Is there any program. way we could listen to it around here? Like it's the <laughs> FDR fireside chat Exactly. Shit, right? um, uh, no, we can't. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, we don't have any computers. I, I, it's right there. <laughs> That's yeah, a robot. The internet's it's on. Our <laughs> stream, it just comes in too slow. We stream it. But shouldn't we just try? Exactly. Shouldn't we just try? Is there any way we could just try? No. But uh, don't you think it'd be great if, as a family, we all listen to you? <laughs> yeah. Are there any archives we could listen to? Yeah, she's been hitting me up since I picked her up at the airport last night about listening to the show. You should have brought her. I wonder if she- My mom has been doing that too. My mom's like, I want to listen. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, definitely no. Yeah. You should. We should have mom day. You just bring your. Bring I'll your bring your mom to work day. There you go. Bring her over. Doc. I'll bring a pile of ashes. Like fine. <laughs> I'll drop her off, and you guys can just entertain her. How's that? I'll just drop her off. Okay. Yeah. I, I would like to have her co-host for. A I'll day. be. I'll be real sad, but when it comes to bring your dad to work day, yeah, I'll be flipping you all off. Oh, damn you! Yeah, my dad doesn't talk to me. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> Awkward. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Should we talk about it? Yeah. I'm gonna, talk I'm gonna, about it. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go cut a hole in my. Uh, I'm gonna cut a hole in my ceiling and pull the wires down and hang myself. <laughs> I want to see you going around on the fan. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a fan. Was that a threat? I don't have any fans, Doug. Oh, you know dang. I don't have a mom and I don't have a fan. <laughs> and I have a Debbie's an ass. He thinks I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that faggot. Whoa. What a show. What a show. Oh, man. That was amazing. I, I, I still got to go home. <laughs> yeah, I got to go home. Too. I'm staying here a while. Good. I need the help. Yeah, but I can't go home hammered either. Maybe that's another bad thing. All right. I oh. threw up in her car that night. What? <laughs> uh, my brother and uh, I had her car out, and we were out drinking really, uh, really heavy out there in Newport Beach. And This is recently? Uh, no, it was a few years back. Okay. And I just remember... Uh, it's still, I, I, my brother wouldn't pull over, and I just had to roll down the window and just hurl out the window, and I got most of it out the window. And then I just remember pulling up in the front yard and getting the hose out. I'm just stumbling <laughs> drunk. I'm just stumbling. I'm trying to hose the car off, and and the, the window, the window, from, the window upstairs opens up from Aww. her bedroom. Scott, what are you doing? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I like her voice. It's better. Um, oh, your car got dirty. I'm just washing it. <laughs> what dirty? Why can't you wash it in the morning? Dirty from what? We hit a lot of bugs. <laughs> and of course, we're staying there. And, dirty from my guts. And I, I, I just remember the next morning getting up and my head's pounding. And my wife doesn't even know about this yet. Uh-huh. And mom in laws are washing the dishes. And usually her first thing is, good morning. This is like not just silence. She's just washing the dishes. She's just scrubbing the shit out of those dishes. <laughs> yeah. Scott, did you find it necessary to get that drunk that you had to regurgitate in my car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Regurgitate. Well, yeah. See, my kids were hungry. and uh... oh. oh, no you still think about that two years later. Oh. Yeah. Man. What did you answer? Like, well, I, apparently I did find it necessary. Yeah, I, I found it necessary on the outside of your car. <laughs> you just didn't have your head out as far as you thought. Oh, oh yeah. <clears throat> if my brother would have just fucking pulled over, it would have been fine. He was just having with you. Yeah, he was. <laughs> been there, done that. And actually, if you can just ask him about that story, he'll laugh and laugh. Scott, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing now, that guy? <laughs> <laughs> And I just trying to hose the car off, and I just I I could barely see. I I could, I could see the hurl on the side of the car. But. I hope you don't go home tonight in here, Scott. We found a way to listen to the program tonight, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you are busted, Mister. Yeah. No more shenanigans and hootenanny for you. You want to tell us a little about Anklegate? <laughs> I don't. Do you do that every week there? I thought I thought this would be more about beer. Uh, what was that whole uh, dildo in the pants Bevo thing? <laughs> <laughs> and who is this Bevo thing? That you didn't know you used to be married to Al Capone, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, can I have a rusty bottom? <laughs> yeah. Can you or, make me a rusty yeah. bottom? All right. She can regurgitate in her own car. Oh, God, a rusty yeah. bottom. Thanks, everybody. I'll keep you posted about next week. Just check the forum and our Facebook. Facebook.
And our Twitter account, twitter.com slash Brewing Network. Yeah. I'll give you all the updates you need. Plus, you know, there's the trusty homepage that, you know. Yeah, some people still go to. Yeah, we can. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening there, too, about Sunday. I'll, I'll try to figure it out in the next day or two. All right. Thanks, everybody. JP, uh, congratulations. You are the creepiest you've ever been today. Good job. I love Creep you. alert. Yeah, creep. Don't forget about our conical giveaway. Cheers. Later. Have a good round.